Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA, AM 1490, KRSN 107.1, up in Los Alamos as well, and at 1490s, nice and loud in uh, Santa Fe. Happy, uh, Happy anniversary, baby, all of you out there here on this... Uh, uh, we got to come up with a name for this, the, the COVID anniversary, whatever it happens to be. Here we are, one year later. Joe Biden comes out last night, attempts to do whatever he can to circumvent the system. And just because he has forgotten about everything over the past year doesn't mean we should forget about everything over the last year. But that's what they want you to do. Pretty incredible uh, little speech. I caught these snippets of it, but the man's eyes are glazed over. We've got the best impressionist of Joe Biden right here in the Kiva with D-Dowd and Muska. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, and uh, good afternoon to the listening audience. Folks, I just want to say I agree with Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Quote, I did not do what has been alleged, period. I won't speculate about people's possible motives, mm. but I can tell you, as a former attorney general who's gone through this situation many times, mm. there are often many motivations for making an allegation. It's and hard to be on the other side of that uh, political knife, isn't it? Is, is that what he said when Kavanaugh was being accused yeah, of being a serial yeah. rapist? Yeah. They wanted to put him down, but we'll get into all of that as well. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Liza Minnelli today. Uh, always uh, happy 75 years old. I did not know she was still alive. Right? <laughs> Honestly? I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, uh, come on. We've had a full week of unbelievable news here in the Kiva. Four bodies Found at the Sunport, I gave you all the news. Go back and listen to the archives. Monday through Thursday, I break it down each and every day. Glad to have done it for you. Glad to be first. And uh, glad to have all the other media chasing me as they try to bury it. It's like, no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. And then you literally find out every single thing. Whoa, Eddie's right. All we had to do is listen to what's happening in the Kiva every single day. And we're like, well, we don't need any other news that's coming out of there. But it's all fake news and propaganda. Especially when it comes to the governor, the government here in the state of New Mexico. That's all they're doing is putting stuff out. Uh, we, we got to see some really interesting things coming out as they're taking that victory lap. This is that victory lap. They want you to forget. Joe, Joe Biden. What do you say? Talks the rocks. <laughs> Talking about rocks. With Ed Asner. Uh, <laughs> It's all there, and yet here we are, we're looking at, at ourselves here, and we know, we know that they think they pulled the wool over your eyes at this point. Um, the spring weather, they want you to feel good, they want you to, and look, we never needed a shutdown. We have our Dr. X, he who shall not be named, and a very important study, and a write-up, and you could have found it at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, had you not been behind our paywall and that stuff got uh, nice and buttoned up and we uh, button that up every 24 hours, you'd be in the know. You wouldn't be sitting here with like, what's going on over there? What happened? And I'm going to ask Dow the question very quickly to start the show is, did we need to shut down? And the question should be phrased in the form of, if we shut down, did Michelle Lujan Grisham our governor, head of the Democratic Governor Association for the entire country, did she save lives? Was there one more life saved 
by her measures that were done. Now, she enjoyed uh, some beautiful jewelry work, uh, courtesy of one of our local jewelers. Um, I'm sure she didn't mean anything by it. Uh, she received a pretty nice party on September the 23rd with $6,400 worth of booze, uh, Wagyu uh, beef. I hope I, hopefully I got that correct uh, for all you lunching up in Santa Fe. Uh, she did everything she possibly could to get out and not play by the rules. We don't have her calendar. The IPA request was, was submitted by Brett Coconitis. And with Brett Coconitis, what do we have that, that, that's happened? Nothing at this point because they did not respond to an IPA request, which makes me think and you think and the entire state think that she has been leaving. So we were all shut down. This is our sacrifice. They want you to forget it. They want you to feel good. And so we stand here today, and I want to ask Dowd the question that he answered two days ago going into this. And it's a very good, I shouldn't say necessarily he answered, our Dr. X. This guy is the highest of PhDs, very, and he's he actually dropped an expletive in his email to us. Never seen that before. And you knew he was angry. This is This is, this is slow roasting. He's not going to be putting up this. And I'm like, whoa, uh, was it politics? COVID-19 was absolutely politics. This is a man who takes his check, let's just say, not from the private sector, and he put pen to paper, he got through all the graphs and everything, and he answered the question, was the sacrifice, did it save one more life that we made? And did Michelle Lujan Grisham's edicts or Cuomo's or anybody else's edicts across these hate eight states that hate uh, Donald Trump so much, did any of these sacrifices actually pay off? And the answer is doubt. Well, <laughs> where do you want to start? Do you want to start in Scandinavia, or do you want to start in the American Southwest? I can go either geography. I think let's do Scandinavia first, because we were talking about the Swedish model, Yep. and the Swedish mo model was not to shut down. It was to get what we were referring to as herd mentality, okay? Herd mentality, or not herd mentality, herd uh, immunity. Whoa. America so has herd mentality. <laughs> Sweden <laughs> has herd immunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Dowd, go ahead. Yeah, well, Dr. X, uh, as Eddie said, you know, we if you're a subscriber at rockoftalk.chat, you've, you've seen previous appearances of his or her. I don't even get into gender. I don't see gender anymore because I'm really enlightened. Uh, again, a highly placed professional scientist, 30 years in the field. Uh, this individual does, you know, correlation coefficients in his brain for fun. Uh, he has previously knew Eddie, and then Eddie introduced me to Dr. X. He's been sent, really, for almost a year now, he's been crunching numbers on this claim that COVID is an extraordinary pandemic and deadly and, you know, the greatest crisis, you know, the modern world has faced in the last century. And so this time he took a look at what I, I guess Eddie would call it the South Dakota of Europe uh, in terms of the country that had the loosest controls, that really trusted its people, that the, the public health response was, we're going to educate you about what this is, and then we're going to trust you to do the right thing. Right. Uh, not no controls, no place on earth, you know, maybe some hellhole in some third world country had no controls. Everywhere there was some degree of public health orders implemented all over the, over the world. But Sweden had an extremely light touch. And as such, from the earliest weeks, Sweden was pilloried. Uh, they were called every name in the book. I think the, um, there's, uh, the example I have in here is uh, a cat catastrophe is awaiting Sweden. A, a historical massacre uh, is on its way because uh, Sweden has, quote, rejected the procedures adopted by nearly all other European countries yep. to safeguard the lives of their citizens. Um, Dr. X crunched the data, as he's done on some of the domestic data over on our side of the pond, and it really appears, looking at age groups, 
There's nothing extraordinary about the death rate in Sweden in 2020, looking back all the way to the late 1960s. You looked at age groups, so Six, people... 68, to be exact. Uh, 68, yeah. Uh, people 0 to 24 years, 25 to 34, you know, slow, ten, slow down. 10 different categories okay, of ages, with, really, the, with the oldest category being 90 plus. Down, but go, I want you to go super slow on this. Sure, we're, sure. We're it's no, very, it's we're very, no yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, because... The, the value in this data is it doesn't look at just a whole population. It looks at 10 categories of age groups, you know, from very, very young, 24 and under. That seems really young to me at my age. Uh, and 90 and over, which doesn't seem quite so old anymore at my age. Um, so, again, 10 different cohorts. And then he looks back at how many, what the death rate in each ra- age range of those 10 age ranges were going back, as Eddie said, I believe to 19, when we read side was 68 is, is what it is. How many people in those age groups died every year and then he took according an average of how many people for the whole you know almost 50 year period and the measure is deaths per 100 yep. in age group yep, okay? by age so group this is, is per, type. this is per 100 so yep. i just want you to think about these numbers and the the graphic and what we're looking at from Dr. X when they lay that stuff out we're only looking per deaths per 100 yep. and let's start with the first 3 which is 0 to 45 which i just passed that midlife uh, uh proportion or portion right now and uh, what did it look like Doug? uh well i mean the, the, there's so at, at the younger age groups uh, the data nothing emerges because nobody dies at that age out of out of you know, you average 100 people so what we really want to look at is say the 80 to 84 the 85 to 89 the 90 plus the absolute oldest people who are and, and this gets us back to Dr. Briand at George Mason University. The the accusation that COVID preys on the elderly isn't really accurate because old people are the people who die. So so all sorts of diseases kill old people. You have a much greater chance of dying if you're in the 75 plus cohort than you do in the 25 and under cohort. That's just the way it is. So for example, uh, in 2020 in Sweden, people 90 plus years old. 25% of those folks of that age and older died that year. Um, that's tough. I mean, that's one in four of people 90 and over in Sweden. One in four in that age group died. Um, in what year? Uh, that was 2020. Okay. And Dr. X, of course, takes us back 50 years and shows us how many people out of those, what percentage of the people in that age group died every year all the way back to 1968. And what you see that sort of historically speaking the 90-plus-year-old deaths in Sweden last year, the year of COVID, were kind of about average. I mean, you would think it would be through the roof. You'd think there'd be a 50% rise in fatalities, a 75% rise. It's kind of about where it has always been. Uh, it's been a generally tr- trending downward because our healthcare has been improving the last 50 years. Uh, let's take another look. Uh, look uh, at let, let, me, let me reference something. Just sure. for perspective, again, uh, compare and contrast. The deaths for 2020 were about what they were back in 2001. Yeah. Okay? Yep. But if you look at the deaths in 2020, they were nowhere they were in that age group, 90 plus, like they were back in 1993, 1987, 1982, 1975, 74, 73, all the way back to 68. The 90 plus deaths were significantly higher at, uh, higher than they were in 2020. Sure. I mean, if you're talking about, a, a, say, a, a, in the 20, between 20 and 25% death rate for all people... 90 and over every year in Sweden. Uh, there, it just, it should be, it should be 75 percent in 2020. It should have laid waste to every 90 year old uh, and plus in in Sweden. There was a slight, you know, there was an uptick from 19 to 20, but again, that's one year. You have to look back at 50 years of data to look and see is this a real clear signal emerging from this out of all that noise? 
there isn't. What was true for the 90 plus it was also true for 85 to 89. Very tiny uptick that is historically irrelevant, much, much lower than it was in decades past. Uh, we should be seeing tremendous spikes in fatality rates for people, you know, 80 plus, 75 plus, 90 plus. And in Sweden, according to the doctor's number, oh, by the way, all this data is from the Swedish government's version of the Census Bureau. So this is all official statistics, you know, plotted into uh, Yeah, but that doesn't disqualify it. I mean, just because... No, I'm the saying United he didn't States, make these numbers up. He's sure, taking yeah, it from but, the official source. But even the United States numbers, even though they may seem made up at this point, the Swedish numbers, there's no reason to think that these are any more made up than that. Because governments want to go ahead and look good to their citizens to get them doing what they want to do. And if you do what we tell you to do, and you do what we tell you to do every single time, then you're going to get nothing but good results. And the long and the short of this in this whole entire graphic from zero all the way through 90-plus years, is every single trend line is exactly the same, from A to Z. It is simple. Yep. This is all you need to know. Sweden did not shut down, and they have the same trend line that does not change. There wasn't any increase in deaths. There wasn't any more deaths than they would have had there not been uh, COVID-19 than there was COVID-19 in 2020. The fact of the matter is, your government, to answer that question here in the state of New Mexico or in Sweden, there's nothing they could have done to augment the trend line of the number of deaths. And this was going to take its course no matter what we did. Vaccinating, changing, uh, there was nothing we could react to. And we knew this. The problem is, is we knew this all along. They could essentially extrapolate. And if you go back and you look at the Albuquerque Journal on the front page, you're like, okay. You look at these numbers, and, wow, all the way from March until October, they look pretty stable. And all of a sudden, three weeks before the election, you saw this huge spike. Like, why did we see a huge spike? And going into, oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Don't you know how bad it's going to be? Because we had an election, and they had to tell you about the failure. This is real data. You can't argue with this. And in the southwest, out, what did it look like? Well, just to finish off Sweden, uh, I ran the numbers from Johns Hopkins University, and I'm sure, I hope... Our beloved Dr. X appreciates what I did here. I looked at the, all the countries that were, you know, developed, more or less developed countries that were reporting. I think I used a metric of 10,000 or more deaths. And so of the 12, top 12 countries that reported 10,000 or more COVID-19 deaths, number 12 coming in at rock bottom, that evil Scandinavian country that did nothing to protect its citizens, Sweden, at about 120, 125 per 100,000 population. Number 12, Sweden has done better than Spain better than the United States, better than Italy, better better than the UK, which may have, you listen to my sister, may yeah. have the, the most yeah. draconian, I mean, just crazy yeah. draconian, yeah. Um, and also uh, Belgium as well, a lot of developed countries. So Sweden apparently didn't live up to this its, its, uh, its undeserved reputation as a killer, uh, a, a, a unkind, callous disregard for its public's uh, well-being. Again, number 12 out of 12 in terms of deaths did faring much better than some of the places that did radical draconian uh, lockdown. So uh, hooray for Sweden. Sweden, it's looking better and better that they did the right thing a year ago by not giving in to the hysteria, by educating their people, telling them about the risks, doing some controls here and there, um, and, and that's it. Not, they did the Christy Nome approach, South Dakota. This isn't the end of the world. We're going to tell you what to do, and we're going to trust you to do the right thing, and All Sweden right. is let's, a big winner. Let's bring it here uh, locally here. we got two minutes here before sure. we got to uh, cut to a break, but Let's compare our neighbors, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Utah, and Arizona. Yep, uh, New Mexico, generally regarded by all the people who study this as maybe number one or number two, second to California, most draconian lockdowns. Four of our five neighbors have fewer deaths 
per 100,000 population than we do. Only Arizona is higher. We're at 182 deaths per 100,000. Utah, one of the lightest lockdown states, is at 62, two-thirds less fatality than New Mexico. So that is per 100K population. The numbers that we gave you for Sweden were per 100. And uh, thanks for the analysis. Thank you, uh, Dr. X, whoever she happens to be. We love love him or her, don't we? (laughs) And uh, he's doing a great job. She's doing a great job. And i got to tell you, I'm so excited about uh, understanding that none of this was necessary. We know that the draconian measures that were taken internationally or here at home didn't add one more death, and the data is all there. All you have to do is subscribe, go directly to rockoftalk.chat, and you can share that with anybody. Fifteen cents a day, ladies Fifteen and gentlemen. cents a day, five fifty, fifty five hundred. When we return, we got a brand new show to announce. We'll do that uh, Sunday morning. Sunday, I, you know, I, I feel like I should be playing some Johnny Cash Sunday morning. Come, you love that Sunday morning. Written by Chris Christopherson. Yeah, well, uh, you remember he officially retired this year, so uh, he's uh, no longer in public life. Just like uh, Michelle Obama, she says she's going to retire from public life as well. She's going to break it down and go home and knit. The last thing you think about when a, you have uh, you know Michael Obama out there talking about, or Michelle, excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't mean to say that, uh, it's her knitting. Right? Yeah. Uh, she's real Pennsylvania her. Dutch, isn't she? <laughs> 423 back in four, and we'll talk about our brand new show that we have Sunday mornings 9 a.m. right here in the Kiva, AM 600 KIV, ABQ dot FM, AM 1490 KRSN, 107.1, Santa Fe, and Los Alamos. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171-856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Hi, I'm Ben Lucero President and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico Being local carries many positives for consumers such as being able to meet face to face you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally and you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Okay, time to put things together, starting with the weather wall. It is still windy. Looks like tomorrow clouds are coming our way, and they say we have a slight chance of rain and a better chance on Sunday. Right now in Los Alamos, 56 up on the hilltop. It is 67 in Taylor Ranch, 67 here at the Rock of Talk. And we got an accident, I-40 westbound transition to the I-25 northbound. Unfortunately, it's at the end of the transition, so it's kind of affecting both of the transitions from both sides of I-40. Just budgeting a little extra time there. If your drive takes you on Montano southbound, the trip spoiled right there at La Orilla over to Montano. And Montano itself, not much better westbound. That is stop and go pretty much Rio Grande Boulevard all the way up to Coors Boulevard. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, and they do it at reasonable rates. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance and pay clients. So connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back in to the Rock of Talk. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential 
to the maintenance of a fair and programmed content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you Bradley Dean there. That is the Sons of Liberty Radio coming at you 9 a.m. Sunday morning right here in the Kiva. Bradley Dean joins us live from wherever he's at, from, from an underground bunker well within the flyover country. Bradley Dean, welcome into the Kiva. How are you, sir? Uh, thank you. That's not too far from the truth, is it, my friend? I don't know. I don't know where you are, and that's good because when you're putting out the truth, uh, well, you, not that you need to hide. You've been doing this across many radio stations, sir, and i got to tell you, that's a compelling intro, and I can't see any other way to start out the Rock of Talk on a Sunday morning other than your program. How are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, we are in the state of Minnesota. Uh, the snow just melted, by the way, so we're doing good. And I'm answering a couple things that you've made statement to. Uh, we're on 136 radio stations across the country. And, yeah, you're right. We've been doing this for a long time, and we've been busy because we believe that at the end of the day, we can win the day if we come together and uh, do what we're called to do, individually and corporately. You do a lot of uh, speaking. You go to a lot of engagements. You get people riled up. You're not just a radio guy. You're actually going out and meeting young people, communities. You're, you're moving the needle across the country. Yeah, we are. And, you know, my objective here was I didn't want to be a part of the answer. I wanted to be a part of the pro I'm sorry, I didn't want to be a part of the problem. I wanted to be a part of the answer. And what we noticed was kids in public schools are being subjected to everything and protected from nothing. So we wanted to be a part of the answer. So what we did is we did our due diligence and got into the high schools and actually taught them their history because, as uh, Woodrow Wilson rightly said, if we don't know where we came from, we don't know where we're going. And we've done about 365 public schools in 25 states, and that's just one facet of what we do. Not often that, uh, did I believe uh, that you just quoted Woodrow Wilson? I did, correct. Okay, we're going to have a, a doubt let you uh, comment. Uh, there's a bad ironically, that, ironically. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that's exactly what you wanted, uh, don't want to do. But uh, tell us about Sons of Liberty Radio itself. I mean, we see that you're meeting with kids and meeting with youngsters, and this is an exciting program. Thank you so much for joining uh, our lineup uh, here in the Kiva. I mean, we've got a, a wide array of uh, conservative and uh, libertarian uh, viewpoints uh, here on these uh, radio stations. Of course, we have, you know, Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck and Brian Kilmeade and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, this is something that uh, is hard-hitting and stuff that people need to hear. And when you say stuff is Bible-based, um, we're yeah. doing that here on a Sunday morning. i got to say, you're, you're making that pretty damn cool. Well, that's, that's cool to hear. As a matter of fact, um, you know, it was a famous preacher, William Booth, from the founder of the Salvation Army, who said, if you want to change the future, you're going to have to trouble the present. Well, the only thing that you have to do today to trouble the present is to tell the truth. And I think more than anything, people are listening to us, not because we're smarter than anybody else, but we're actually referencing not just the Word of God and not just the Constitution, but our history. And we've been told the best way to predict the future is to know our history history. So therefore, we have to show the people their history and, and basically line them up with the current events as to how to bring about the result. Because more than not, guys, I constantly hear, what about the answers? What about the answers? What about the answers? Well, guess what? Uh, according to the preamble of the U.S. Constitution, we are the government and those people
people that work for us drive their just powers from the consent of we the people. That's found in the Declaration of Independence. So therefore, if we want to actually correct the problems, we're going to have to first correct ourselves and then correct those that represent we the people in this country. And I think that's what we've been doing for a long time in showing people who the responsible party is. Because again, in this country, guys, we are the government. And those representatives, that representative government, they work for us. We do not work for them. This is awesome. Uh, you got on your uh, webpage, sonsoflibertyradio.com, alarm for war. We're in wartime, no doubt about it. You saw what happened in 2020. Uh, by the way, happy COVID anniversary, uh, Bradley. i, I got to tell you, this is really something. Uh, we just put out the data that showed that it uh, didn't change, move the needle whatsoever with these draconian measures coming from these uh, blue state governors. Particularly here, our governor here in the state of New Mexico is head of the Democratic Governors Association. So she's sort of uh, leading the charge. She has yet to ask uh, Cuomo to resign, but she sure has held in mind uh, every single small business here in New Mexico resigning themselves to a life of her lockdown. And uh, I'd like to kind of get your thoughts on the last 365 days. Well, I, I, listen, the same people selling us the virus are the same ones selling us the vaccination. And i got to tell you what really blows me away more than anything is the fact that we have an unqualified, unelected, unlicensed physician by the name of Bill Gates and Melinda Gates that are setting the narrative. And it's interesting to note because we played it several times on the radio, the guy wants to lower world population. He wants to depopulate the world by $3 billion. He said it. It's easy to find. And the fact of the matter is his his dad was uh, on the board of Planned Parenthood, who's responsible for killing 60 million babies in this country, and yet we're sitting here trying to figure out what's going on. Well, I think that's all we have to do is consider the source. Again, as I said at the offset, those that are selling us the virus are setting and selling the uh, vaccination as well, and we've seen this from Biden yesterday, and i got to tell you guys, uh, it's a total affront, mask off, and we are yep. in it, and it's time for the American people to stand up and take their government. A true Manchurian president. Uh, in fact, uh, I think we got some of his audio from last night. He stepped in uh, into the Kiva. Actually, uh, I think we had him here on uh, uh, a radio. Let, let, let's, go, let, let's go to that right now. Dowd? All right. <laughs> Jill? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just woke up from my third nap. Uh, uh, you know, that's my uh, my four o'clock. Uh, is that Eastern or Pacific? Anyway, uh, they said I got to be on the Ed Asner show. You know, I love the Mary Tyler Moore program. All right, what a gal, Rudy. You must have been a big fan. Pretty, I mean, yeah, awful pretty. And you know, she threw that hat up in the air. You know, <laughs> and I tell you, I I went to Minneapolis one time. You know, I, my friend, uh, I think it was Rudy Boschwitz was from. <laughs> I think we were on the Armed Services Committee for a while together. There what? he is. Uh, there, there's our president, uh, about as senile as ever. It's not even funny, Bradley, what has happened. Uh, we can run these uh, rifts in uh, what he's doing, but uh, our country's in serious jeopardy. So thank God for Sons of Liberty Radio. Thank you for joining us here in the Kiva. And uh, some final words and invite everybody into the Kiva with you Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Uh, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Uh, we thank you for your trust as well. And, again, um, we will do our best not to let you guys down. Again, we're here to give you the answers, not to basically uh, bring forth just the problems, but we'll bring the resolve. But be 
prepared to take responsibility in doing just that, but I believe that we can, under God, do just that. Wow, love this. Bradley, thank you so much for being here, sir. And can't you wait guys. for your show Sunday morning. Good stuff. Sunday morning is definitely coming down. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in back and forth right here in the Kiva. Then I fumbled in my closet, threw my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt. And then I washed my face and combed my hair And stumbled down the stairs to meet the day On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday Makes the body feel alone And there's nothing short of dying That's half as lonesome as the sound Of a sleeping city sidewalk And a Sunday morning coming down in most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, -face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. 
I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Are you in set-it-and-forget-it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. The winds stay with us tomorrow, though the clouds come in and bring some rain. 67 now at the Rust Medical Center in Rio Rancho. At the VA Hospital at 68 and 67 at the Rocket Talk. I missed this one in the last go-round, but there it is. An accident on I-40 eastbound coming up on Eubank. Looks like a couple of lanes are out of commission while they clear the accident. And we're clear back before Wyoming with a stop-and-go pattern. Unfortunately, the one I did catch on the last report was I-40 westbound transition, I-25 northbound. That accident's still working, but unfortunately, on the main line of the I-40 westbound, almost right across the fence from it, we have another accident as well. So two accidents in the interchange. That is going to clog things from Carlisle. This traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. A tricolor by Landon and facials by Monica, and that's just the start. George and Janice are going to make sure that you just get everything you want. They got the cleanest salon and spa in Rio Rancho. Want to want me to prove it? Just go to salondeluxe.com. All right, and with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Session. There you go, a little Charlie Parker jam session. And interesting day on music history. He died of a heart attack back in 55, actually before my dad was born, believe it or not, in New York City. Only 34 years of age, the coroner who performed, excuse me, the autopsy mistakenly estimated his body to be between 50 to 60 years of age because he was an abuser of alcohol and drugs. And the music lives on nearly 75 years after this great album. And there you go. Uh, little Charlie Parker didn't know that. I always remember that uh, one movie with Tom Cruise, Collateral. He's driving around the back of that cab, and he's got, uh, I can't think of the name of... Uh, Jimmy Fox. Yeah, Jimmy Fox. And, and he has to stop into that jazz club. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it's just... He stops everything, and he talks about uh, his meeting with Charlie Parker, getting into one of those jam sessions, and then, well, you have to go and watch the movie. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, how are you, Eddie? 
Um, basically, this is this is what starts every single day. It's like, uh, come on, guys, we <laughs> we've been there, done that. Lots of uh, good text uh, coming in. People are looking forward to that um, show yeah. that's going to be there. Great report on COVID death rates. Thank you, Dr. X and Dowd. Thanks for putting that together. Uh, Jim, Jimmy McGill, we got to get him. It's time to go party. Where are we doing uh, the Jimmy McGill party? That's what I want to know. Got to find a place to go and uh, drop five hundred on uh, a few people. Uh, model using just the population, he says, and the population density explains ninety three percent of the variation in deaths across the states. Here's how states are doing relative to the model says they should have for deaths based on the population size. New Mexico is forty first. Red is bad, green is good. This is actually my own work, Eddie. That's from coming from Jimmy McGill. Does that earn him an extra drink next time we? Uh, oh, that's send it our way. I'd love to see it. Sure. I've got the little graphic uh, right here. Uh, a lot of that stuff was very heady. If you were listening to uh, Joe Biden get in there, uh, Dowd was very proud of uh, what he got out there, and it was kind of awesome. Uh, he was dropping some. Mad knowledge on the Minnesota boy, Bradley Dean, in, in that. And, uh, give us a couple of your references as you kind of... I know, the, the, the Rudy Boschwitz came out, I was, I was sitting, I'm sitting across, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from the one, the only, the best man in the business, Rudy Grande, uh, formerly of the, the Los Angeles uh, media market, I believe. Yes. <laughs> local, local boy who came back. But anyway, so I, I had Rudy on the mind, and then I thought, well, Rudy, there's another Rudy. Rudy Boschwitz was a senator, U.S. senator from the great state of Minnesota, our guest, is from Minnesota, and so suddenly Joe, B, Joe mentioned, uh, and I'm sure Joe at some point did serve with Rudy on some committee somewhere. Uh, Rudy Boschwitz, uh, still alive, 91 years old, but I wow. was a teenager when he was in the U.S. Senate, Senate, but that's how my mind works, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. When the, when the pressure's on, I can get a deep cut from the back of the brain and come up with Rudy Boschwitz. Great scramble. <laughs> Boy, you, you scramble like Favre out of the pocket or never have a offensive line. Uh, nice. Sons of Liberty Radio, Eddie. Thank you for bringing that. That'd be interesting. Dripping knowledge. Uh, by the way, we got to sell one of these. we got to sell a lot of these T-shirts. I'm going to place an order for 100. I want them out the door by next Friday. So I don't have to carry the inventory because I want to see everybody out there with the Rock of Talk T-shirt uh, that's going out there. Uh, Rudy and Dowd said they're going to start wearing them again. I'm like, what? come on, guys. Gonna bring it in. Me to my family. I'd tell you the truth, but you'll look. You'll think that I'm insane. It's another way of saying I could tell you that I have to kill you. It's classified. Uh, a lot of uh, little references. Oh, this guy uh, who's actually out selling this guy. Eddie, that was so cool. Thank you. Love the intro. Thanks for giving us a shot. I know you didn't have to, and I appreciate it. It's that type of thing that's going to grow that program on our station and every other station out there. Uh, it's not easy to run a little old radio station, so I just want to let you know. Um, Let's see. Out of the website, U.S. public health experts say the pandemic will never end. We no. should embrace a new normal. That's false. We're not going to be ever embracing this new normal. That I can tell you. Because there's no way for them to come down on us again. Unless, of course, there's some sort of economic catastrophe. And I've already told you, that's coming. And if you're dependent upon the government at that point, well... So sad for you. There's nothing I can do to help you at that point. You're going to be looking for the hand up. That's, again, going to come from the government. And then it's not going to be there. Sweden's data is no different, Eddie, from ours. Extremely boring, but factually accurate. Johns Hopkins University, mathematician. Go to UBoob, search COVID-19 deaths. I think that's exactly what you did, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Dowd. Look at the U.S. data. Look at the chart near minute 37. So, uh... Down. We'll take a look at that. The three thousand one. We'll crank it in, crank it out. Uh, any meeting, it was so awesome. I'm praying for you for one point five million. You know, we had two young ladies uh, stop into the office uh, today. 
Um, and I say that uh, sort of tongue-in-cheek, but they're very nice ladies, and they wanted to start asking me a bunch of questions, and I felt, like, almost accosted because they just kind of came in, and they felt so good. They well, I was like, I've got these and peach MLG. How many more do we need? We want to do this. How many do we have? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. But I was certainly happy to have them here, and it was hap- I was happy to meet them uh, as well. Very nice people, and let me tell you, your, your golden ticket is nothing more than a peach MLG uh, signature on one of those uh, nice petitions that we put together. Eddie, twenty-seven million to Floyd's family. Are they going to help pay for all the destruction caused by the riots with that money? Are you kidding? Not yeah. one dollar. Not one dollar. Don't hold your up. breath. <laughs> that is what. Did they actually get their payday? Today? Yeah, twenty-seven million. And it just came out. Is this like yeah, a it lotto? Was, or what? It was within the last uh, hour or so. I'll, I'll check the details. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we still have a body full of fentanyl, full of meth, full of marijuana and drunk, all four substances, and from what we can tell from the coroner, the coroner stated explicitly that he did not die from the trauma that was caused by the knee to the back of the neck or through suffocation. He died as a a function of the amount of fatal fentanyl that he had in his body. If I'm not mistaken, I think Prince sort of died the same way, on the, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did, am I mistaken on any uh, of that? In the $27 million, yes. which some of, some of that's probably your money, ladies and gentlemen, because the city of Minneapolis, I'm sure, gets federal money. Uh, the city council voted unanimously to hand wow. $27 million to the family. There we go. That's, uh, that's when I was running for mayor for a very, very, very short time. We had a, a no-settlement pol- policy. Why don't we have that? And now you've got the state of Mexico, like, mandatory $1 million to $2 million settlements for anybody who brings a suit. And the, the attorneys like Momai Estes are sitting there, you know, scrubbing their hands together like, whoa, my wife makes a lot of money. Let me tell you how much money I'm going to make uh, suing the city of Albuquerque. Back after a quick break, we'll be back to wrap the hour. Check in with uh, Rudy Grande. Wow, only 34 years young for Charlie Barker there. And I think I'm going to go watch. I'm going to watch that movie this week in Collateral. Amazing movie. Uh, in fact, uh, I believe it is Tom Cruise's best movie. Uh, I can't think of a Wrong better one that he yeah. was in besides Top Gun, of course. But uh, there you go. 451, back and forth. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Wind stays with us, but the clouds tomorrow bring some rain. I'll tell you this right now, not bad in Knob Hill. It's 67 degrees. Santa Ana Star checks in at 65. And it's 66 here at the Rock of Talk. I'm going to start with some good news. That I-20, I'm sorry, I-40 transition to the North 25. The accident there, gone. All right, but still on the main line, I-40 westbound right past University. A couple of lanes are taken up with an accident there, so that's why that is a slow trip. And the same story, that accident lingers on I-40 eastbound. Coming up on Eubank while they're trying to get it out of lanes. We're just trying to get lanes to move. It's bumper to bumper all the way back now before Wyoming. And this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. That's on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And what do you get over there? You get tons of things, like Kangen water. If you change your water, you're going to change your life. Truly, this is healthy water. And just go ask Mike. Say the guy on the radio said you can get a gallon of water. So... You'll be able to walk out with that. That's part of it. And don't forget to ask about the salt room. That is great for breathing problems. Live spring at Salon Helena 
on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. lunch at the Ritz Hotel. He went to the EMI recording studios in the evening to work, and George Harrison and his wife, Patty, were arrested on the very same day and charged with possession of 120 joints of marijuana. <laughs> <That's a lot laughs> of weed. And he became the enlightened one in all that. Pardon Paul McCartney, the hardest working man in music for most of the 60s and most of the 70s, and uh, boy, the uh, best love story in maybe rock and roll history is Paul and Linda, and then it was all, it was all downhill on that second... <laughs> Oh, everything that was not after a that. marriage made in heaven. Number two. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she was even missing a leg, right? She, she was, if indeed. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, the anyway, model, yeah. the city of Albuquerque has received plans to turn a parking lot on Fourth and Marquette into a site of new business development, uh, with commercial real estate uh, vacancies up near 35, 40 percent. The city was actually planning on building. I don't know to replicate the uh, number of vacancy that you have actually there. They had a 35-story condo and hotel room at $116 million. That'd be a lot better way to spend money here in the, the city of Albuquerque. Uh, how about a New Mexico Performing Arts Center? They could have done that uh, as well. Um, and that's going to continue to stay there on the drawing board for some time. So we'll wait for the State of the City address. That'll be coming I guess 4 p.m. on Sunday. We will not be carrying it and there'll be nobody there. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Hit the top of the hour Fox News. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. More calls to step aside. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Both New York Senators Chuck Schumer, the Majority Leader, and Kirsten Gillibrand have added their names to the growing list of prominent Democrats calling for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to step down as a seventh woman has accused him of sexual misconduct. This afternoon, the governor said the voters should wait for the investigations to conclude and said the calls for him to resign from politicians are reckless. There are now two reviews underway. No one wants them to happen more quickly and more thoroughly than I do. The latest accuser is a former journalist who claims Cuomo touched her inappropriately. Her first person account was published in New York Magazine. The family of George Floyd has reached a multi-million dollar civil settlement with the city of Minneapolis. The city of Minneapolis will pay George Floyd's family $27 million in a settlement over Floyd's police custody death last year. We are very grateful and we applaud you for this great 
step of showing the world responsible leadership. Family attorney Ben Crump, the settlement also includes a half million dollars to be spent on community efforts. Four former police officers are charged in the case two years after the city settled for $20 million with the family of Justine Reischeck, who was shot and killed by a now convicted former police officer. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. A ceremony this afternoon at the White House as President Biden and Congressional Democrats celebrated the signing of the coronavirus relief package. Every single major economist out there, left, right, and center, supported this plan. The president said the latest stimulus payment could hit some Americans' bank accounts as soon as this weekend. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. You never really stop riding in your mind. Unless you're thinking of something else. Like other thoughts. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. Biden held a virtual White House meeting this morning with the leaders of three nations. The president touted the American Rescue Plan with counterparts in the Quadrilateral Security Dialogue, telling the prime ministers of India, Australia, and Japan the package will help drive global economic growth and defeat the coronavirus. Launching an ambitious new joint partnership that is going to uh, boost vaccine manufacturing and uh, for the global benefit. The Quad is an informal alliance designed to combat growing Chinese influence. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. The FCC has designated five Chinese companies as posing a threat to national security under a 2019 law aimed at protecting U.S. communications networks. The companies include Huawei and ZTE. Last year, those companies were deemed a national security threat to U.S. communications networks, which prevents American firms from using a government fund to purchase equipment from them. Major League Baseball will test out some rule changes by experimenting across the minor leagues. At the highest level of minor league baseball, there will be a shorter distance between bases because the size of the bases will be larger by three square inches, from 15 inches to 18, and a less slippery base surface. Both measures aimed to reduce injuries. In effort to eliminate teams from shifting their defenses in double-A ball, all four infielders will have to keep both feet on the infield dirt before pitches get thrown to increase action on the bases and create more scoring. In single-A minor league ball experiments will include a 15 second pitch clock an automated ball strike system as well as how and how many times pitchers may try to pick runners off jared max fox news four people who belong to a lottery club in suburban detroit have won over one billion dollars in the january 22nd mega millions jackpot and will get 557 million after taxes lottery officials say the winners opted for the one-time lump sum payout the names of the winners were not released i'm lee silicera and this is fox news all right, second hour, and let's put things together, starting with the weather. It is definitely windy out there. They're coming down ever so slightly. 21 mile an hour with gusts up to 25. 
And I can tell you right now in Santa Fe, it is just crystal clear, beautiful. 58 degrees at Baton Memorial Park Center of Town here, 67. And it is 66 at the Rock of Talk. All right, a couple of accidents still working. I-40 uh, westbound past University while they're trying to move that over to the right shoulder. Just a little bit of a slow mover going through the big eye. I-40 eastbound before Eubank while that crash is moving out of your way. We're moving slow all the way back before Wyoming. And it's just a slow path, I-25 southbound, under 40 miles an hour, Jefferson to Comanche. And this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater. They have now finished all of their uh, remodeling inside, and so all that great food to enjoy when you dine in at Taco Tote, again, on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater. They still do have that family of five meal deal, and if you'd like to enjoy that for takeout as well, not a bad idea. Just go to tacos.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date. Let's dive in to the rock of talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on AM600KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and 1490 KRS on Santa Fe, and 107.1 in Los Alamos. We have hour two and lots to get to here in the Kiva, as always. Your calls and texts welcome here for these last two hours to wrap up the week. Don't forget, folks, we'll be back here all day long tomorrow from 10 to 4. Don't forget our Liberty ladies as well. We'll be uh, kicking things off at 1 p.m. Dr. William Summers will be live in this Kiva tomorrow Ooh, at 11.45. Uh, you doubt he's mentioned you the last two weeks. I know that uh, you uh, reached out to him and called him about a medical. You can keep that private if you like or no, talk no, about no, it. Actually, no, my, my next, okay, my question for Dr. Summers is relief, uh, not relief factor. That's the, that's the Glenn Beck one. Memory revitalizer, Dr. Summers' is okay. a product that is apparently, you know, crazy, uh, uh, dedicated, you know, just like people are extremely loyal and find it to be very useful. I think of it as something for really, really old people, but I'm kind of, you know, getting up there, heading more toward 50 than 40, and is it, is there a prophylactic element to that? Can you start taking that well before your senior year? I take it now. I've been taking and, it and, for four <laughs> years. Question solved. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Okay. Now okay. you're just, just jump in it. Before you go, I'll uh, I'll throw I'll launch you a bottle there uh, right here for my own personal <laughs> stash, and uh, <laughs> like a long go ahead and jump in there. It's it's good. It's uh, worth every every dollar. But was the shutdown worth every dollar that we're about to pay? I think uh, looking at the debt clock and looking what we have committed going forward, we're uh, well past thirty trillion in our commitments. One point nine trillion added last night. Money, money. Uh, that's he was taking credit for absolutely everything last night. And, you know, we're trying to create this, uh, how would you refer to it, as this zero-risk society, you know, where there is nothing that's happening here that's going to kill us. What's killing us is actually the lack of money. And you all think you have more money than you've ever had in your entire life. Well, if there's a cause and effect to creation of money and you didn't work, but suddenly you have more money than you ever had, uh, who put that there? How'd this money get here? All of a sudden, well, where'd that $100 come from? Where'd that $1,000 come from? If you found it, you might want to turn it in because it really doesn't belong to you. It belongs to all the people who had to pay to put it there. And guess what? Nobody's paid to put it there. The government has literally bought you going forward. And that level of enslavement, I'm not trying to scare you. Again, I've already told you about the uh, impending stock market crash that is coming because there's no way that they could drive this. You can buy everything that you needed, but for the most part, all of us have already bought everything that we needed because we had nothing else to buy over the last year. You filled your house, you took care of that room, you remodeled this, you've done that, you bought the new car, like money, 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 money. 
We have too much money, and it's going to create too much inflation going forward. Plus, I believe, out if I'm not mistaken, the statistic you threw out to me last week is that we were 71% year-over-year on the stock market, something around 18200 and yeah. I don't even want to look at it today, but uh -huh. probably right around 33000 It's sick, folks. It's absolutely sick. What's even sicker than that, this money has been created, and we're acting like we're on this one big vacation now, uh, part due. And the money is due. It's hanging around your kids, their kids, their grandkids going forward because we'll never be able to pay this off. But this lockdown and the measures that have been taken by your government to quote-unquote keep you safe, as we told you, didn't have to happen in the first place. They've made all these crazy claims. Nutty claims that they saved lives. We just told you that that didn't happen. The tremendous harm that these lockdowns have actually caused to people who create their own money, make their own money, and don't wait for their $1,400 or $5,600 that 160 million people are going to get across the country. They don't need this stuff. You know what they like to do? Get up in the morning, have a cup of joe, you know, get into the horse barn about 536 and go out and chase the money. At the very same time that we're seeing so many people flush with cash, uh, Wall Street washing with cash right now, we've got some real issues. We've got some real issues for the public sector. First off, how much money did they receive? $9 billion. But somehow the Democrats in Santa Fe are telling you we've got to deliver the liquor and we have to go ahead and legalize marijuana because we need new economic diversification. Otherwise, we're not going to be, be able to grow that budget. Well, you don't have to worry about paying for it because Michelle Lujan Grisham knew all along that she had that money in the bag if Joe Biden won. And there it is. Appeared yesterday. $9 billion, $114 million for the city of Albuquerque. Yeah, don't worry. We could, We don't have to lay off a single employee. Sarita Nair is like, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to take uh, to these women, these smart women here in the city of Albuquerque. You decided not to lay off anybody. And that's really what... No. The fact that you knew that, you would, that money was going to be coming your way. And, you know, Aunt Lujan Grisham up in Washington, D.C. was going to get every... I don't know what kind of you know, tricks she's turning over there to get that kind of stuff, but she got it. Nine billion dollars. Uncle Sam dished out six trillion. And we got just a little smidgen of all that stuff. Those blue states, boy, they got paid in spades. Federal indebtedness now stands at 136% of GDP. Think about that. Our GDP is about 18 and a half trillion. It's suffered by about a trillion and a half. But yet we see more money than we've ever seen, and now we have more debt. Joe Biden's COVID-19 relief package doesn't even factor into that number. We're actually about 160% of GDP. When you really think about that compounding over the next five years with interest, probably about 140, what, about $45 trillion of real debt. If you go and look, you go look at the U.S. debt clock, Dowd. Go look at the U.S. debt clock for 2030 and tell me how many trillions of dollars of debt that we're going to be in now that we've added that $1.9 trillion and what it looks like. You know what, Rudy, if you had to guess what our debt's going to look like in 2030, what would you guess? $30 trillion now, what do you think it's going to be in 2030, 10 years from now? I don't know what the next word is uh, for it, but it will be... In the tens of that next word, so not okay. He says he says a ten, ten times that is what he is trying yeah. to say. Uh, you're trying to say it's an exponential uh, doubt. Uh, the uh, survey this says this is just 2025. Yeah, we're going to hit 
afloat would be just a smidge under fifty trillion. And five years later. Uh, let me go back in the time machine. <laughs> yeah, the time machine. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. Sorry about that. The Dow 3000 is hard at work. And uh, when you're cranking that number, those trillions of dollars, uh, let's see, even the Dow 3000 is up against it. Let me tell you. Because it is an unbelievable number. The more we borrow, the more we owe. The more we borrow, the more we owe. We owe, we owe, we owe, we owe. Oh, we owe, we owe. Jungle love. There we go. What do we got? I, they, they don't, I, they they don't, don't even project it? on 2025. Wow. Okay. Let me give you the number of what I've come up with. $72 trillion. Oh. $72 trillion Planet by 2030. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Our national production for GDP will not be up to $72 trillion. Therefore, we will never be able to pay this off. Much like a lot of these industries that are here locally. So let's just go ahead and legalize it just a little more, a little bit more so we can, you know, uh, not be motivated to go to work today. I don't have to go in. Can I work from home? There's this whole movement now. Working from home, working from home. But there's still those of us who really just love going to work. We love this. But what's going to be happening if, I guess, what would they be, about 300%? Who's going to finance our debt now? We all talked about how China was going to own us. Now you see how it's going to happen. And your governors, led by Michelle Lujan Grisham and Cuomo and Newsom, they just basically handed off the keys to the kingdom. What do you think they see when they hear Joe Biden last? And then they realize, oh, they're going to be in 70. We're going to be in 72 trillion. I'll be dead by then. I'll be 145 years old. He don't care. All he's doing is just handing it over to Kamala and her kids and everybody else at this point. Is it any wonder? Is it any wonder they want massive depopulation? Now you see why. Nobody is going to finance our debt. It's going to be a world war. And your children, they will experience that because, well, you know what? You had to get through COVID. You just had to get through COVID. $101 trillion in unfunded liabilities for the Social Security and Medicare. We talked about ab abolishing both Social Security and Medicare long ago. Now it's actually an option on the table, not for the right. Remember those mean old people who are going to, those Republicans are going to push grandma off a cliff. No, now it's the left by necessity. And the people that they're going to demonize are the people that are living too long. You don't need to live past 75. And the other people who are driving those gas guzzling machines and eating beef. Those are the next villains. People like the horse racing industry. Let me tell you a sad story while you're sitting there and uh, checking your 401k. I'll tell you it won't be what it is today. The entire racing season at Sunland Park was officially canceled February 18th. It was on hold for the entire year. Uh, anywhere else that uh, horse racing closed? Uh, the answer is no. Only in the state of New Mexico. Only in the state of New Mexico did horse racing close. Nowhere else. So... Let's just say you're a horseman. You've got these big animals, and they have to eat every single day, and they're beautiful. They're the most amazing, graceful creatures you've ever seen. And I hate to tell you, Dad, but they're friendlier than dogs. <laughs> They've got a spirit. I will have you know that every morning I bring carrots to two of my horses on the trail in Corrales. One is full-sized, one is a little mini horse, and they love me to death. Those two horses. They are amazing. Yeah, they got yeah. the biggest heart. Just look at the Secretariat. Why did, uh, why did it power so fast? Why did it do the uh, mile and a quarter at 159? Why did it do a mile and a half at 224? Check it. World record will stand forever. That's what those horses are saying, and their trainers, and their jockeys, as they make their way out of New Mexico.
possibly for good. Yes, folks. The place where I grew up, Sunland Park, New Mexico, Rio Doso Downs, will go by the way of Santa Fe Downs. The horse racing industry has a rich history here. Third largest industry in the state of New Mexico might be forever gone. So while Momayestas is talking about, hey, let's legalize gambling at all these uh, casinos, and let's go ahead and expand gaming. Meanwhile, the real industry where you actually make money because you don't make it with casinos because you got to pay the Native uh, Americans of the reservation, right, for those gaming compacts that are out there. We don't get very much by doing that. We just get this draining, right? I'm, i got to watch that movie, too. I... Drink Drainage Eli. <laughs> if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I struggled all. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't get me started on that. I know. It's such a great movie. We got to just watch it together. It's over. The horse racing industry perhaps might be over forever. I remember, I have a few memories, a few memories when I was growing up that probably are bigger than anything else. Okay? And one has to do with. My dad winning his first horse racing race as an owner. He went into a partnership and got excited, and they went in, and we used to go find. I mean, this is when you know, pass the tab and bold ego, and you know, they had the other quarter horses are out there. I mean, had real good horses, and pass the tab and bold ego. I think they were in the uh, eighty-two or eighty-three Derby. By the way, Dowd, I've never missed a Derby. FYI. You know, I never just, missed a derby I my entire stop, life. I don't want to bring this to a, a halt, but I almost didn't put this article in the Daily Blast because I knew, I knew you'd see it, and I know your connection, your emotional and historical connection oh, to horse racing. I cry, I I cry like, when I hear... I feel like we should get this information out, really. You no, know, I cry every time I, 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 I hear the horns coming in. You know, the call, my heart skips. I'd like to have one of the... I don't wear a watch, but if I had one of those Apple watches, I know that my heart probably exhilarates more during that time, and just because of the way that I grew up. I remember my sister and I sitting in front of the TV back in 1987 when Ali Sheba was coming down. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Ali God. Sheba? Okay. He has the name of a horse. Not she, Ali Sheedy. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, definitely not Ali Sheba. This is much better. Back, in fact, my dad has a portrait of Ali Sheba. And uh, Ali Sheba had Chris McCarran up. And he's coming down the stretch and won the Kentucky Derby. And we just left because we knew how much my dad loved the horse. And we were waiting for him to come down. And we had no concept of money. And we just hung out at the tracks. We picked up tickets. You know, we walked around. We visited with people. We were happy to go get a, you know, a snow cone or just run around. And I hate to say it, but uh, one of the best smells growing up was the state fair with uh, those horses going in. And, and we stayed from race one to race ten, and we hung out. And it, it was... Do you feel the power when they come by? With those oh, my gosh. See, do animals, ever. Powerful, huge animals. And you know, it's just as powerful. You want to know the most powerful athlete pound for pound is a jockey. And we've had yeah, some of the very I best... I never in a million years. Wow. We have one of the best uh, jockey programs here in the entire country. Mike Smith, uh, you know, from Dexter, New Mexico, Hall of Fame right. jockey. I think he's probably ridden as many, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby winners as as, as anybody. Uh, you well, know, your I, mass I, as a jockey relative to the mass of the animal, you, about you, a, prob they're, they're you probably about, have to be in really good shape. They're about 150. The horse is about 1,800 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's really something. And they're moving at about uh, 35 to 41 miles an hour. And, you know, oh, it, wow. when I wasn't doing anything else, you watch, you know, TVG on a Friday or Saturday night. You have all this stuff. And you these guys are celebrities, you know. Uh, when you think of uh, Jerry Bailey, he was down there at Sunland Park. 
You think uh, he's a Hall of Fame uh, uh, jockey. We have so many who... Uh, uh, Patrick Valenzuela, who might be the most aggressive athlete of all time. He had been banned from several tracks just because his will to win was so huge. And a lot of these guys get hopped up on a lot of different things. He had P-Val. I mean, he was just, he was just amazing. And these guys are... Are are unbelievable athletes and huge money makers. So like the, the horse racing is a lot like golfers. You don't make any money unless you light the board, unless you show up in the top ten or the top five. Like it's it's something that's serious. And I can tell you, there's no time better spent just hanging out. And and I never bet. I'm good at picking horses. I have still to this day, despite growing up at the racetrack, and my, and my dad will tell you this. I have no idea how to bet money, bet horses. I'm good. Uh, I'm good on on betting for a win and uh, doing what's called an overlay over at the the, the racetrack. But I'm kind of losing my way here because I'm thinking only of the horsemen who sleep in the stalls, who wake up. It's much. It's a lot like a radio station, right? I mean, you <laughs> get you up and you're like, is it on? Is everything working? Did someone come and attack me? Like you're you're almost thinking of it uh, that way. And the state fairgrounds was a was an amazing place. I mean, when the sun was setting. I mean, I'm getting into the romanticism of all this because I know it so much, but the sun was setting. You're waiting for the 10th race, which is always the feature race, Dowd. You have the, the feature race. You have the whole card. It's usually uh, on a good day, it's 12 races. On, on, a, you know, on, a, on a great day, it's, it's 11 races uh, or 10 races that, that are out there. And that feature, man, the, everyone rushes you know, as they go on the side. You're waiting. You're trying to get a good place trying to find it. I mean, I, I I remember when I went to the Breeders' Cup back in uh, 2003 to watch a horse called uh, Ghost Zapper in Lone Star Park. I think it was 2001, actually. And um, it was unbelievable because I watched a world record for that race at the Lone Star Track and the number of people who were out there and the time that the people were having for the greatest race horses in the world, I like guess still probably one of the best memories, what I can remember of it, one of the best memories of, of my entire life, just me and my dad driving all the way through Texas. We went to Louisiana, Bossier City for a little bit just to check things out, see what it was like, and then we went back to Lone Star Park. And I got to tell you, it's just absolutely amazing. We're, not, we're never going to have that here in New Mexico again. Horse racing, for the most, most part, is over. And it, 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 it's going out with a huge, giant whimper. And with these, we, we just achieved, I believe, grade one. I wish I had another horseman here who could help me out uh, in all of this. I think we achieved, uh, achieved grade one with a feeder. You might remember Mind That Bird. Oh, yeah. Remember Mind That Bird when he came in and he won the Kentucky Derby? And uh, he was uh, with Calvin Borel there. Uh, who was, they called him Borel, but... The very aggressive jockey, much like that. And there he goes, little New Mexico at, you know, whatever it was, 50 to 1, 55 to 1, down the rail in, a very, in, in, in the mud, you know, coming right on in. And that came out of Sunland Park. And that's probably very likely not to happen again because here's what's going on. <sighs> that's the largest preamble I've ever had. I mean, do not get me talking about music and horses. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can I very quickly ask one horse question from, from a man who knows nothing about horse racing uh, to sure. a man who knows almost everything about yeah. horse racing? Yeah. Uh, you you cannot switch jockeys out, right? Doesn't the jockey have to build a relationship with the horse? Can no. You take a, no, I mean, there there is, but there's so much switching around. Oh, there is? Okay. Yeah, but uh, they, it has more to do with the trainer. The you trainer know, the trainer has okay. a better idea yeah. of what's going on. Okay. You know, conditioning it for the works, and then um, it, it's that's a larger question. You and I should sit down on a Friday night and just uh, 
you know, watch uh, Santa Anita or something like that. I, I'm serious. Well, Red Sea Biscuit with Toby Maguire. Yeah, we could watch <laughs> Del Mar. You know, they have it uh, the the at the surf. I mean, those types of things are never going to happen again. And they've been trying to clear horse racing out of these blue states. I'm afraid that it might end up ultimately happening in New York as well because of the political correctness of yep, PETA yep, yep, and, yep, yep. you know, people talk about the horse breakdowns. You might remember Barbaro. I think oh, uh, God, Barbaro yes. was back in yes. 06. You know, Poor people, animal. I mean, we actually had, actually the worst, uh, one of the worst memories I ever had is just remembering how incredibly sad my dad was the day that he lost his horse called King's Intention. That same horse that made my dad jump five feet high after he won. You know, here we are, like a third race there. <laughs> the Rio Doso Downs, I don't know, like a claimer. And we're all over there. We're all, the dad, my dad's got us all dressed up. We're watching this. And, you know, we go and look at the forum and everything. And then, lo and behold, we end up over there at, at Rio Doso Downs, and, you know, we go early to go visit King, and we go, and I got to touch his nose. Still, my best, one of my best feelings, best smells, one of the best feelings you could ever feel is to feel a horse's nose. You ever, <laughs> oh, yeah. you ever feel a horse's nose? I rub and, my butterscotch nose every morning. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, there's nothing, there's no better feeling than, in my opinion, than feeling that on your hand. It's just really something, and... And it, it's sad to see that Michelle Lujan Grisham, not only she killed the Lobos, but she's killed, you know, for the most part. Unless unless we can bring Michael Cooper back. Uh, Eddie Nunez, if you want to go ahead and hire a uh, great coach. You know, he coached WNBA. I think he took him to the finals. See if uh, Coop won any uh, national. The guy uh, used to play the Lakers? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's up for the Hall of Fame this year. I think this would be a great year. His kid went to Pius uh, as well, but I think that should be the hire. But anyway... Um, this industry is very likely not going to come back. According to Rick Baugh, the general manager of Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino, he said if we were to run our full meet, they wouldn't have made any money here. There just wasn't enough money, per, uh, money, uh, purse money to go around. The driver of purse money is the casino because it has been closed until recently. Purse money was limited. He said it was at approximately 1.4 million, which wouldn't go very far at Sunland Park. They had 47 days for the meet. And they're going to just try to run a 20-day meet, and that wasn't even going to be enough to entice these horsemen who have to move from place to place. And they're competing for the best. Every single trainer, every single horseman who's out there dreams of becoming a Kentucky Derby winner. And if they know that this place is completely dried up, and that's exactly what's happened with the state of New Mexico horse racing industry. And I, I hope the quarter horse racing uh, is going to be able to be salvaged to some degree. And generally, it it, it is. So Rio Doso, it will. But that's a different industry. Thoroughbred... Racing is different than quarter horse racing. Hmm. I can't stand to watch those guys that go through. I'm like, what well, did I miss the race? 17, 18, 19 seconds. What the hell's happening here? <laughs> like, I'm just not into it. And I like the the build up and all of that kind of stuff. That's really what I'm uh, mostly interested. So I'm I'm upset uh, for sure. Damn it! I never should have posted that link. <laughs> yeah, do not ever post that. <laughs> Nothing link. relating to horse racing ever. If again. it's if it's horse racing uh, or you know I don't know. Uh, you know I've never seen you post a YouTube uh, song. So if, if you post a U2 song, okay. yeah, that'll be an hour and a half of me and my love for every song I know about U2. So whatever, wherever. Cancel all that debt in Africa. we got to listen to whatever. Uh, <laughs> here's the shocker. Our little baby from the uh, partnership that uh, created a, a great moment in New Mexico horse racing industry for um, the state of New Mexico and the race run back in 2009. Mind that bird. And they're up in the Kentucky Derby. 
And it's going to the dancers, racing for the lead. Musket Man has some early speed on the inside. Here's Regal Ransom with some speed as well. Beneath the twin spires the first time. Regal Ransom and joined in the dance will vibe for the early lead. Pioneer of the Nile is right up there. And then it's Papa Clem down toward the inside. He's now fourth as the party. Forwardly placed fifth on the outside. Flying Private is sixth. Reason Fire in and among horses is now seventh. Musket Man is eighth. Dunkirk is ninth on the outside. Then farther back down on the rail, that is uh, Atomic Rain, uh, running in the 11th position, two lengths back, and General Quarters is now 12th. Nowhere to hide is 13th on the outside. West side, Bernie is now down toward the rail, and then on the outside, at the back of the pack, beginning to move up now, is uh, Hold Me Back. Advice is also right there toward the back of the pack, along with Chocolate Candy Summerbird. Advice, the last of them all, is Mr. Hot Stuff. So down the back stretch run, or just be fine, be well behind the rest of them, is mine that bird. So down the back stretch run and join in the dance. An impudent long shot leader here, 50 to 1, taking the field through an opening half mile that was strong, 47 and 1 fifth seconds. Regal Ransom is third. On the outside, Pioneer of the Nile. Now Garrett Gomez asking him for a bit more. He's right there. Third on the outside. Desert Party is now fourth. Hold me back fifth for the inside. Papa Clem threads his way through horses. From six down, Musket Man is now seventh. Chocolate Candy is beginning to come alive now. And he's eighth on the outside. Then down for the rail, it's advice as the field turns for home. Top of the stretch. It's still joining the dance with a tenuous lead. Regal Ransom and Pioneer of the Nile strikes the front just outside the eight hole. Musket Man is coming hard down the side of the track. And Papa Clem's right there, too. Down toward the inside, coming on through. That is uh, my that bird now is coming on to take the lead as they come down for the finish. And a spectacular, spectacular upset. My that bird has won the Kentucky. An impossible result here. And a three-way photo for second among Musket Man. Pioneer of the Nile Club. Calvin Borel has done it again. Calvin Borel, that's what they call him at Churchill Downs for his penchant for coming through on the inside. We saw him do it with Street Sense, and here we saw him do it on Mind That Bird in the final strides exploding through on the rail to pull a monumental upset at 50 to 1. 50 to 1. Mind That Bird and Calvin Burrell with a huge upset. The second biggest upset in Derby history. He won the Oaks yesterday on Rachel Alexandra, just looking around for somebody to come at him, winning by over 20 lengths. Today, he explodes in the final 16th of a mile, coming through on the inside to get the victory. Wow. Maybe this is why they didn't run Rachel Alexandra in the Derby. He knew something none of the rest of us did. All the contenders were right there coming into the stretch. Nobody knew where Calvin was on Mind That Bird. Did exactly what he did with Street Sense. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need to pick me up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Pet Land Pets loves to match the right pets with the right families, making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte at Ventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather looking a little bit windy. Yeah, and then it's going to be a lot bit cloudy tomorrow. Chance of rain, 55 degrees, however. 
right now in Los, Los Alamos. It's uh, 67 in Fort Hills and 65 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, uh, glad to have gotten rid of both those wrecks on I-40 surrounding the uh, Big Eye. And I-40 eastbound right before Eubank. Well, that's clearing up. Still got some traffic to deal with on your way towards the mountain. And on I-25 southbound, that drive is starting to improve, although you're still driving into the sunset there. From Jefferson to about uh, Comanche, you're going to find a little bit of a tentative drive. And once again, looks like Coors Boulevard southbound La Ria to Montano. That will be a bit of a test of patience for you. Well, sun's up at Sunnyside up in Albuquerque. And now time to meet up. And this weekend, you know, if you wear anything Lobos, you get 10% off your meal. That's Sunnyside Up on Manal and Louisiana, right next to the Sheraton. If you'd like to learn more, just go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Where at, where at, Rudy? Sunnyside Up. Okay, so does that mean anything, like a wristband? or That's it. Can you be more specific about what we have to do? Anything. You can wear a T-shirt, you can wear a hat, you can wear a wristband. Anything that is Lobo. Anything that is a, everyone's a Lobo. Right, the, uh, but again, it's one. So like if somebody at your table comes to it, the table gets the 10% off. It's not like uh-huh. every ticket gets, I'm sorry, every ticket gets 10% off, not every person. Okay, uh, there we go. Wow, that is a huge deal. So go patronize one of our great supporters right Sunny here in Kiva. There we go. And with that, <laughs> I was waiting for the big launch, uh, Rudy. Thank you. today, I guess. Barely 40, if even 40. And uh, boy, hard hard life for her, uh, for sure, but uh, at her own doing, of course. Uh, back in 2007 on this day, she made her U.S. television debut on The Late Show with David Letterman, performing that very song. The song went on to win three Grammys, including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance uh, as well. And uh, you ever watched the Netflix uh movie, I would highly recommend that you watch that. The story of Amy. Uh, quite moving. Uh, really, from a very young age, she was her own person. Uh, there was nobody who was going to stop Amy from being what she was destined to be, uh, one of the greatest uh, vocalists uh, in pop history. And I think she even paved the way a little bit for Adele as well. So, uh, very quick uh, phone call before we get to uh, Murder Mike uh, here in the Kiva. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie. Yes, you open the door. You open the door. So oh, I'm here just, we go. No. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, lay, lay, lay on your uh, your all the racehorse fans. They can't. Even, 
They can't even stop themselves. They've all they've got the best horse racing stories ever. Oh man, you know what? And I I really don't, uh, I don't. But uh, you you just uh, uh, kind of got me going down that road to this Good. evening. But uh, all I want to say is uh, I uh, recently watched like the top ten uh, Kentucky Derby finishes of all time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Oh my gosh, man! Did you cry uh, all the way through? Them, Did you cry every time. Some of, some of them will give you goosebumps. Yeah, no, no they, doubt about it. They will, and uh, they're so powerful, and they're so, and you're like, whoa, that horse is in a whole different league. Yeah. But uh, besides that, you know what? I've owned horses, and I had just, and I'll be quick. Uh, I had um, a couple of horses. I had an old uh, Morgan workhorse, okay, uh, saddlebred. And then I had a thoroughbred quarter that was a descendant of Doc Barr, and which meant nothing to me because I'm not a horse person until okay. I researched it. But uh, yeah, and you know what? Both of them were to me the same, and they they treated me the same and everything. And um, I just I, I never really cared for horses. I did it for my kids, and I said, you know what? When you do horses for your kids, guess what? It's going to cost you. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, and that's, that's really just about it. Um, um, uh, oh, yeah, and, and uh, I was going to mention uh, sure. uh, Rudy, Rudy, who is... Uh, He's listening. Um, yeah, who, who takes a hike down and stuff. I used to sneak cookies out, uh, horse cookies, to uh, oh. the horses because my, my daughter had them on very strict diets. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that horse weighs a thousand pounds, man. What do you mean strict diet? You know? <laughs> and, uh, and, no, uh, they are. They get uh, they get finest hay and they can only eat at certain times and... You know, I, oh, you and I, I gotta. We'll, we'll have to take off, uh, take a trip. Uh, Santa Anita is uh, kind of heading the same way Sunland is, just because of PETA yeah. and the number of breakdowns. Uh, I don't think Del Mar yeah. will be like that. Uh, there's certainly, you know, Hollywood. Uh, there's a lot of great racetracks. Uh, Gulfstream is probably going to. Yeah. I got to tell you, the Florida, yeah. the Florida parks are going to uh, keep growing. You know, you've got the Midwestern parks, uh, which are going to continue, I think, to do well. Um, but New York, I think yeah. I'm worried about that. Uh, other than what's happening in Kentucky and Florida down south, I think that's going to be one of those uh, sports that's going to have to sort of get through all of it. Uh, and this is why well, the Saudis have taken over. Abu Dhabi has taken over that uh, sport over yeah. the last 20 years. One of the things you can do, and I just looked during the break, I, re- I forgot that uh, in the midst of our ennui of the last uh, 365 days of this uh Covidiacy here, I will tell you that uh, I spent a fair amount of time when I couldn't really go to bed watching the horses from uh, Australia, and it is so cool, and I got pretty good at, and I never got to look at forms or anything because I was mostly just watching, and I got really good at sort of just handicapping uh, the horses from the way they looked, and handicapping what I would do, this is going to be interesting, uh, I don't know what it is about the Aussie accent, but uh, there'd always be these. They call them punters. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, these are handicappers no. or punters. And I'd listen to these beautiful accents uh, of these women punters who seem to really know. And they have such a way with talking about these horses that I would literally bet on the way that they would talk about the horse. And then voila, I'd, been, I'd literally win like one out of every three. Um, sometimes wow. two out of every three, just based upon what wow. they would say. And it was never emphatic or, yeah, I'm going to go for that. She's looking pretty good uh, this day. We'll see if she's fit enough to go ahead and uh, 
light the board or something along those lines. You got to listen to it. It's very elegant, but uh, I think I, that, I that, that's the way that we're going now. We're going to be watching a lot more of our stuff on our 85-inch flat screens uh, going forward, as, a, as opposed to being well, able to take in the the whiffs of the state fairgrounds and the turkey drumsticks and the corn dogs and the spilled beer that's yeah. everywhere, along with the. Uh, Horses in the paddock, which I got to tell you is the most beautiful. Right. I, I've got a nostalgia, well, something hard for the state fair right now. I don't, I don't know what it is, but well, I, I wish I could walk out there today and go watch the state fair. Oh man, those smells, those smells drive you crazy. But I, I, I want Rudy to to keep in mind, and he probably already knows. And then okay. I'm, I'm saying goodbye, uh, Rudy. Yeah. Uh, you got those, uh, you got those, your your little, uh, your your friends, not so little along the way there and they wait for you they know oh yeah uh, when you're they, when you're coming and uh don't let them down because uh <laughs> you know uh they, you just you know they oh here comes my treat here comes my treat you know <laughs> they, and, and they uh, do they expect and it's great <laughs> yeah and uh, the look in their okay, eyes guys, is, is super. all right good stuff yeah. right, okay. that's, that's okay. a great call man these Telling you about the horse racing nostalgia is something fierce. You know the other. Well, the other. I also lived in Vegas. And I used to leave every. I told you about this. I'd leave every Thursday night. I'm hightailing it out of here. Can't wait to get out of there. And I'd go straight to Santa Anita Park and essentially hang out there for the weekend. That and the end of the Santa Monica Pier all weekend, just to kind of uh, get away. And I loved Santa Anita. In it was fact, beautiful. That, I, that's got to be one. Of, Rudy, you've been there a bunch, right? A gazillion times. Yeah, that's Santa Anita. Got to be one of the best places to watch. Uh, Anything. I love Arcadia. It's just a, just a gorgeous with little the, inland. With the Sierra Madres looking oh. out in the uh, you know outside the track and you're watching these horses right. go and you got the grass field, you got the the uh, turf. It was just great. It was really a great place. I think they um, and it's still you know, operational. Uh, and I've got a couple of friends. Actually, he was it had a horse that was going to be running on the Derby this last year, but I mean, as you know. It all came apart. Uh, I think they ran the Derby in September of this last year. Like, just not the same like the first Saturday in May. Let's check out with, or check in, excuse me, with Murder Mike and uh, see how he's doing here on this uh, fine day as we head on into the weekend, 546 uh, here in the Kiva. And uh, as always, uh, Mike, can you check your mic? Mike, check for Murder Mike. Mic check. Oh, there you are. Okay, nice to hear you. We're going to bring him in. we got to have his uh, beautiful graphic right here. There it is. Ooh, got to love that. Ooh, murder my bang. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? There we go. All right, so we got uh, Murder Mike uh, in the house. And, uh, Mike, how's it going? What have the last 24 hours been on the scanners? You there, Mike? Now we lost you. I think we lose him every single time I play the graphics somehow. All right, let's see if we bring him in. Mike, you there. Let's try it one more time. Yep, we do not have Mike. All right, Mike, you're going to have to come back. Boy, we got to... Something goes on every single time I have that. That's the third day in a row. Is that not... Yeah. Right? He's going to have to come back. I think those are Albuquerque Economic Development Bureaucrats trying to block the truth getting out (laughs) about the crime situation in the Duke City. Uh, Could be. All right. Let's see. We've got Murder Mike coming back in. Uh, He misses his intro. Uh, Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. There we go, buddy. All right. Love you. How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I I know the wind is playing havoc with the antennas. I don't know if they're doing it to you, too, but uh, they sure are playing havoc with my antennas all over the place. No, I'm good on the antenna part. I think everything's all good. Uh, Officially, with the... uh, 
with the uh, man who lost his life, and several people have texted in, and, and they love the coverage that we have for uh, six-year-old Mr. Randall Apostolon, who lost his life, uh, and it could have been prevented. We're now officially at 23, uh, 23 murders uh, on the year, sir. So. Okay, twenty-three. I know I've been uh, I've been hitting the the homicide side for APD every day before okay. airtime, and they haven't moved up. So yeah, well, uh, let's not move what uh, based upon what they're doing. We got to keep our own count. How about that? We do that right. going. Forward. I think that's a better idea. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, uh, yes, we're going to start the evening off about a little after six thirty, where a vehicle was uh, on fire at the uh, the hotel. What the, uh, I can't can't even read my own writing. (laughs) Uh, The 2500 block of University, the Amberley Suites or something like that. Anyway, the the point being was there was a subject that was trapped inside of a burning vehicle, and some of the patrons of the hotel managed to get him out, but he was unconscious, barely breathing, but they got him out in time for the fire department to get there. So that's a a valiant rescue on that uh, for the residents there. And then surely, not, not more than five minutes later, we had a carjacking out the opposite ends of town, also at a hotel, and that was at the 13,211, that's 13211 Central Southeast, where uh, a gentleman was carjacked by an adult female. She took off in his car and left him standing there and needing rescue, is, uh, to, to be more precise. Are we sure that wasn't payment? Uh, it may have been a repo. I don't know. <laughs> you never know with some of these hotels on East Central, you know. Yeah, that's way up there. That's uh, up by the McDonald's. Uh, not the best place of town. Not the best place of town. And then, uh, of course, I got some stats coming up here in just a second. But one of the uh, stats, of course, we were talking about last night was assault. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, this came down as what they call an aggravated assault where uh, about 9.38 in the evening, if you heard shots fired, then you were probably in the midst of because I-40 westbound at Coors, two cars were going towards uh, Trisco Vista, exchanging gunfire the whole time. So that constituted as an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So, and then uh, then if you had your lights go out on the west side, well, we don't know what caused it, but there was a major major power outage, and that affected Delaney, Coors, Irving. Coors Bypass, all in that that so big Taylor, area. Taylor Ranch uh, near Chaparral as well. So okay. Oh, okay. Got that. Got that too. I, this was coming in. Uh, P and M was dispatching multiple trucks. I was listening to. I switched over to P and M uh, radio frequency to see how many trucks they were dispatching, and they were dispatching a lot. So this was a, a pretty major, significant power outage. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, today we had a major hazmat spill at Second and Candelaria. A significant fuel spill uh, occurred. I'm not sure whether it was a semi or a school bus, but that happened. And then if you want to switch to stats, well, we got them. I'm telling you, uh, aggravated assaults or assault and battery, there was five. If you include one that was gun enhanced, that would make it a six. We had two residential burglaries in progress. This is not to be confused with just uh, somebody calls in their house and burglaries. These are in progress burglaries, burglaries in the house committing the burglary. Uh, we had three stolen cars. No no shootings, no stabbings last night, at least between the hours of 6 a.m. and midnight. Uh, one, two, three, six domestic disputes. Uh, that one vehicle fire that I reported earlier. Uh, suicides, we had two and two. 
called in threats, whatever, but two of them had indicated they wanted to commit suicide by cops. So uh, this is another thing where the police do not want to, please don't, do not put a bet, you're, enough of that said. Anyway, uh, ETOH, in other words, uh, down and out, drunks, there was three, and 39 threes or shots fired, there was three of those as well. So All right, that's good work. hours of six and midnight. All right, stay on the scanners. Uh, we'll check in with you again on uh, Monday. As always, we appreciate you uh, checking in. Young Murder Mike, and uh, be well. We're, uh, of course, thinking of you as well. There he is. Um, your Murder Mike uh, here in the Kiva. Some good stuff, and He's hard at it, and boy, those those stats are hard to, to stay on top of. I got to tell you, uh, it's uh, not the best, not the best situation. Imagine being there. a police officer. You're going out to a call where uh, someone called themselves in and said, "I want to commit suicide by cop." You have no idea what to predict about yeah. what you're going to face. Well, they, tough they're going to take out a few of them uh, with them and all that. I got to say, Wednesday show is pretty good with the checking in back to back murder mic and checking out up north of. Course, but now we're going to do a little kill Bill very quickly here. 553 here in the Kiva, and uh, what is Dowd going to kill today? Well, folks, it's a tax hike. Oh, there we go. Your governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, has raised your taxes on personal income, on the purchases you make over the internet, on your automobile purchases, on tobacco products, on pet food. Uh, she's established a charge for non-Medicare bed days, a little special assessment for all nursing care facilities. Wow. Uh, there's really no tax she doesn't want to raise. She's probably going to sign the clean fuel standard. She's probably going to sign the hike in the gas tax. Uh, she's definitely, if it makes it through both chambers, going to sign HB 122. It's a health care tax, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not a normal health care tax. We have a tax placed on health care premiums. So when you pay your health care premium, your employer pays your health care premium, uh, you are assessed a tax of about 3%. There's also a tax on the tax because the regular tax isn't good enough. We have the health care premium surtax on top of the health care premium tax. <laughs> Currently set at 1%. This bill, HB uh, 122, is uh, going to raise, and I think this will make it through. We've got to stop this thing. We've got to do everything we can. It will take a 1% tax and bring it up to 3.75%. And if, wow. you, think, if you think that's a 2.75% wow. tax hike, you don't understand the difference between percent <laughs> and percentage points, and you may be a journalist. Um, it's so anyway, 275% exactly. increase. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, from 1% to 3.75%. And ladies and gentlemen, this tax is being proposed as a way to make health care, you guessed it, more affordable in New is. Mexico. Now, wasn't Obamacare supposed to fix all the affordability problems? We all were going to... Um, uh, family coverage was going to be $2,500 less per year for families, right? Obamacare, 2008, 2009, that's that's what our president promised, right? Right? Well, if you go to rockatalk.chat, triple dub rockatalk.chat, you will see the last several decades of uh, health care premium costs annually. You will see no decline in the rate of increase, the rate of annual increase for uh, health care premiums, whether it's single coverage for me or family coverage for married with kids. It just kept continuing to rise after Obamacare was passed. So this is what Michelle Luan Grisham, who thinks she's a health care expert, wants to do, dramatically raise a health care tax in order to raise more revenue so we can make health care more affordable. Uh, it's about as asinine as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and again, the, the, the number is HB122. Uh, it is uh, it made it through, I believe it has made it through the House. Give credit to the Republicans. They, they, the Republicans were pretty much lockstep against this. Uh, it now awaits vote, uh, the vote in the just equally progressive 
Senate, and the governor has pledged that she will sign this bill. Wow, HB 122, yet another attack hike on the people of New Mexico. Yeah, just in the midst of getting $9 billion. Yeah. Uh, here we are. Ladies never enough. In New Mexico, uh, money never is enough. never enough. Let's uh, charge the people uh, while we're at it. Uh, New Mexico officials stated today that uh, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham says New Mexico is stronger, having been through the challenges, grief, and anxiety brought on by the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, it's been a year since the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic. In that time, New Mexico has recorded nearly 190,000 infections and more than 3,800 deaths. The governor said the strength of the healthcare and other frontline workers, parents, educators, and others has been a source of optimism. Republican lawmakers say they're disheartened, too, that many New Mexicans have lost everything they have worked for and that students lost a year of learning. We've got more on that on our show on Monday, and I will show you specifically how the University of New Mexico healthcare system fudged the numbers and literally made up COVID at they, as they went along. And uh, that will be in uh, Dowd's... Uh, Dirty little hands uh, right after the broadcast here this evening. He's going to love it. It's a gift. It's a gift to D. Dowd Muscle. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. As we put things together, starting with the weather, just definitely going to be windy tonight. And looks like it's going to be cloudy and a chance of rain tomorrow. I will tell you right now. It is uh, 65 degrees uh, at the Santa Ana Star, 67 at Nob Hill, and 65 here at the Rock of Talk. In the South Valley, under 5 miles an hour if you are on Coors Boulevard, northbound between Barcelona and Blake. No accidents. That's the only good news there. But you're also going to find traffic building behind that as well from uh, Las Ensanitas up to, uh, looks like, Dennis Chavez Boulevard. So, just all in all, a very slow trip going through in the South Valley. And if your driver takes you on uh, PDL westbound, that's Paseo del Norte westbound, under 15 miles an hour, 2nd Street to the river, and 98th Street southbound, under 15 miles an hour from I-40 to Central. And with that, we say uh, this traffic report is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. When somebody asks you about, well, can you recommend, and they're, they're looking for maybe great tacos just say tacos dot the place i like dot com mm. and that will take them where they want to go likewise if you're looking for pretty much anything the place i like dot com has some of the best merchants in albuquerque all right with that we're up to date now we dive back into the rock of talk dow's been waiting for this all day long literally <laughs> sweetest rock i love maybe i have too as well
news. After his signing of the measure yesterday, President Biden held a Rose Garden ceremony marking the passage of what he calls the American Rescue Plan. This legislation, everybody's already mentioned, will provide $1,400 in direct payments, which we all promised. Well, that means for a typical family of four, a middle-class family, husband and wife working, making $110,000 a year, that means $5,600 check they're going to get. The Treasury Department says those payments have already begun going out. The measure also extends enhanced unemployment benefits and gives millions to cities and towns hit hard by the pandemic. Both senators from New York are now calling for Governor Andrew Cuomo to step down over sexual misconduct allegations. In a joint statement, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Kirsten Gillibrand say New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has lost the confidence of his governing partners and the people of New York and should resign due to multiple credible allegations. Cuomo has been accused of sexual harassment and misconduct by several women. A majority of state lawmakers are calling for the governor to resign as well as most of New York's congressional delegation. Cuomo told reporters he will not resign and did not do what has been alleged. Jared Halpern, Fox News. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says child care facilities can consider reopening if they follow guidelines. When used consistently and correctly, prevention strategies such as mask wearing, staying home when sick, and good hand hygiene can allow child care programs to operate safely and reduce the spread of COVID-19. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who says children and anyone entering the child care center should be screened daily for symptoms of the virus and physical distancing should also be in place. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. Investigation into the death of a man in police custody in New York State finds city officials kept details hidden. Daniel Prude died last year after police in Rochester, New York, covered his face with a net designed to stop his ability from spitting on officers and further held him down by kneeling on his back with his face on the ground, while both the mayor, Lovely Warren, and police chief, Laron Singletary, insisted they didn't know for months Prude had been restrained. An independent investigation finds they did know and intentionally didn't disclose that fact publicly. A grand jury already declined to indict the involved officers. 
Evan Brown, Fox News. The state senate in Kentucky has passed a bill making it a crime to taunt a police officer. Under the legislation, anyone who accosts, insults, taunts, or challenges a law enforcement officer that would have a direct tendency to provoke a violent response would be guilty of a misdemeanor and face up to 90 days in jail and fines. The proposal also increases penalties for rioting. The measure was filed months after protests in Louisville after the police killing of Breonna Taylor. As the Biden administration prepares for face-to-face talks with China next week, the U.S. restated accusation of genocide. In a speech to the U.N.'s Human Rights Council, American diplomat Mark Kasser said the U.S. condemns what he called China's abuse of ethnic and religious minorities. Including crimes against humanity and genocide in Xinjiang and severe restrictions in Tibet. He also condemned a clampdown on democracy activists in Hong Kong. The genocide accusation relates to Uyghur Muslims and was first leveled by the Trump administration. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is due to meet with his Chinese counterpart in Alaska next week. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow gained 293. I'm Lee Silasera. This is Fox News. As the third hour begins, we put things together, starting with the weather. Looks like the wind that is with us is going to sort of stay with us tomorrow. A lot more clouds tomorrow and a chance of rain. Right now, it is 65 degrees in Cottonwood, 67 at the ABQ Uptown, and 65 here at the Rock of Talk. So, it's a flip of the coin. Is it Alameda tonight or Paseo del Norte? Alameda is going to win out, although it is heavy westbound between 2nd Street all the way up to Guadalupe Trail. Oh, man, this is tough on Paso del Norte. The westbound trip under 10 miles an hour, basically from Jefferson all the way across 2nd, and you're not going to see any relief till you get beyond the river. This traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates, household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, and cognitive assistance. Always ready to help amazing people at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, accepting insurance as well as pay clients. Call Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. I love my guy. I don't want a guy, but I love you. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. Our commitment's gone up to get up. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. A little Rick Astley. Is he white or is he black? Uh, he is decidedly white and red-headed at that. Are you right? He's got that soulful voice. And unbelievable dance. Like Bobby Caldwell. He's freaky deaky, if you will. I don't know if I'm saying anything wrong by saying that. What, where, what does freaky deaky come from? I'd love to know that. Back on this day in 1988, he uh, had a two-week run with that on the singles chart at Never going to give you up. And did we ever hear from him ever again? I think that was kind of it. I think he had a B-side that probably... What, do Do those youngsters out there know what a B-side is? <laughs> Dick Clark. 
Oh, wow. You know what? A little bit later on, you want to talk about the price of money. We're going to compare a couple of celebrities, and we're going to let you all weigh in. Who is actually worth more on this day? We'll do that in addition to our 10 questions to round off the week, of course. i got to say, what was the 80? Ace of Base. Do you want to know the reference there? Six-week run at number one on the singles chart with the sign back in 94. Serious? Yeah, that you know what? It does remind me a lot of the World Cup. Copa Mundial. You know, it does. Ace of Base reminds me of that. That and Chumbawamba. We had the uh, World Cup back in 94. You might remember it ended in tragedy for the Colombians. You want to watch a documentary? Watch the documentary on the Colombian soccer team of 1994. I don't remember... Uh, how long ago I saw it, but it, it was like in the middle of the night. I couldn't sleep, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is this is." De- if you're ever de- depressed, if you're ever depressed, just watch that. Uh, nothing will uh, undepress you more. Is that the than... one they crashed in the mountain and had to eat each other? No, oh, okay. that would be the that would. <laughs> hey, it's Friday. You sound, you sound like uh, you sound like uh, Dan- Danny on the back of the bug. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> on the way to uh, the Overlook Hotel. Wendy, the light of my life. Is that where they all eat each other? <laughs> no, dear. That's cannibalism. <laughs> you have Shelly Duvall in the front. Oh. We're all headed up. <laughs> oh, we, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, Rick Astley did have that, that other hit. It was, did it was, you say Rick Astley? Yeah. Astley. Astley. Yeah, A-S-T. Together forever. That was the other big hit. Together forever and ever. Oh, too yeah. far. Together forever. I'm a Rick Astley junkie, at least on two of his songs. All oh, the text coming in. Uh, Freaky Deaky uh, from the Urban Dictionary. I better actually vet this because I'm afraid I said something. To be in a heightened Careful. state of sexual arousal. Okay. And performing strange, extreme, or unusual sexual. <laughs> All right. What? That, I can say that. Family show. Family show. Family. <laughs> and in the, uh, the world today takes everything you've got. At least ten black undercover SUVs running code. Light sirens going woo 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 north on I-25 at Gibson. There we go. Hey, all the action's right here at the airport. Come join the Rock of Talk. <laughs> wow. Uh, Eddie, given the transgender climate we live in, couldn't you run a stallion in an all-Philly race? Hey, huh? Excellent. Wow. Text that is very bright. Yep. I love that. I lo- like where your head is. There is money to be made there. That's from Therese. We're going to call her St. Therese. I'm going to send her. Wow. Like that. Upside down thinking. That's, Gender uh, is an evolving paradigm. Why not? Why not? Let's bring it to horse racing. Yep. Is Mike okay? He sounds kind of hoarse. Oh. Oh, they're out there. Like tonight. we love Rudy. We love him too. I think. I don't even think he tried to do that. I just. I took it in that way. Mike, Mike's tonight? okay. What's that? No. Is there a full moon tonight? Nope. Just, is there a full moon? No, the textures are getting a little freaky deaky, so I just thought. You know, oh, right. Sure. We better stop with the freaky deaky. Another passion, Eddie. Politics, music, horses. You're definitely a feeler. Uh, how about a feely? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> uh, how, when was Mr. Red? Was he the late 50s? Ooh. Let me I check think that. he was late 50s. Well, right? <laughs> I'm personally planning to leave within six months, Eddie, for many reasons, but call whatever you want. This place is. Anti wealth and always has been anti white. Wow. Uh oh. You're up. Let me let me zero on this uh, cat. Here's a good national realtor with a local agent. Oh my gosh. Uh, Penske. What? Penske all lined up. Going to, going to be a cowboy. Cheers. John. Big John. Horsemen have a lot of money and is a costly sport. Why would any of them want to live here? Uh, Eddie, we all waited too damn long to fight the Democrats, did we not? I agree with that. Uh, 
This might sound really bigoted, Eddie. Should have been arrested. Boy, he's on a he's on a terror line, racist state. Now it's about to be an extremely, extremely poor state. Was never my fault nor my problem. There you go. All right, just hang in there. You can listen to us in Texas too. This uh, station travels uh, over there. Uh, Steve checks in. Uh, how did our music evolve from the likes of Charlie Parker, Louis Armstrong, Count Basie, and the big bands BB King, Ella to rap? Rap game. Billion dollar industry which defames women, glorifies drugs and crime, and witches against authority. That is true. Actually, I like that. Oh, I just read that J Lo and Alex Rodriguez broke up. Uh, they've split up. Two more victims of COVID. I suspect Alex Rodriguez is going to go younger this time. I believe she was oh. into, into her fifties. I'm, I'm thinking a guy with his money is going to go a little doubt, younger for the doubt, next girl. Doubt, <laughs> doubt, doubt, some of, some doubt. Never Come on, that doubt. Be nice. Be nice. I think she'll be great into her sixties and seventies. Oh, you're, oh, we know how you feel about J Lo. <laughs> I just didn't like uh, uh, J Lo on inauguration day. This is the. This is. Maybe why Alex or Rodriguez left. Um, and this is really sad to actually say that um, because she went Arlo Guffrey on us. She was, yeah. Do you guys remember that? This land is your land. This land is my land. I did a full media blackout on I inauguration. I was so <laughs> incredibly angry about this because, like, she steps to the plate. Oh, sorry, Alex. She steps to the plate. I, I've never been a fan of J-Lo, ever. Um, not once. Here she goes. She's so full of herself. She's going to be 80, and she'll still be like... Oh, this whole production was terrible. Is it Muzak? Yeah, it, Muzak, exactly. Listen, listen. Never Whitney on a Super Bowl night. See? All the commies with their face coverings there up there, inaugurating a president. To the New York yeah, well, enough of that. There we go. Anyway, she's currently without man. We'll find another dancer, probably. Selena's. That's the only thing she ever did that was really any good. I can't think of any of her... Oh, no, Jenny of the Block. That was a good video because it had uh, Ben Affleck with his hands all over her. You know what? He... She was a dancer on In Living Color back in the early 90s. She was one that of was the, like one of the 40 girls. years ago. Yeah. yeah. I think that's when... Uh, <laughs> Smokin' was still <laughs> was still an actor that's, that's, too, it was right? So long ago it was when Jim Carrey was funny. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was yeah. What wow. day was that? The nineties feel like they were like longer ago than the eighties in some ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the eighties feel like they're with it. Even the seventies, yeah. The nineties yeah, yeah. are like the sixties in a weird way. That, right. that, does right. that feel that no, way? I agree. I, agree. Yeah. I, think I may have hit yeah. on something there, right? There. Time time warping. <laughs> <laughs> they did something at Los Alamos and screwed with the time. You know? <laughs> Mandela effect, as I call it. Um, well, let's uh, get to all the news that is news here in this third hour. We'll take your calls uh, as well, 550-5500. Happy to be here uh, as well because uh, <sighs> next week is going to be a big one, folks, from a number of different standpoints. Um, the impact is going to start to be sort of going, and you're going to start to th- see things frayed. The impact is going to start hitting Wall Street. Um, there's going to be a little dissonance that's going to go on. People are going to start to receive their checks this weekend, whether that's 1400 whether that's 5600 depending upon how many kids that they have. They're all going to feel this uh, slight, uh, airy feeling, and then it's going to come crashing down rather quickly because the money that is already out there has already been built into the market. And I had a friend earlier who came in. Uh, let's just say he came in to do a show, and he's like, he stared at me, and I said, yank your money out of your 401K, thank me later. 
I literally told them that. I said, just, just do it. Do it now. Yank it today. Okay? Nice and bubbly in there. And uh, besides Rodney Dangerfield, there's nobody else that needs any more bubbles at this point. Time to end this entire thing at this point. You want me to sell my Virgin Galactic share? Sell it. Okay. Uh, especially Virgin Galactic. They are insolvent within two and a half years. And uh, recently just has been discovered that Joseph Cervantes, an HB68, uh, he is the head of that committee, uh, actually owned a property that Virgin Galactic leased from. Yes, Joe, if you're hearing me, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to uncover that and uh, give that... Uh, Down in Las Cruces, I think it was. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's money. Here's something that's going to not make you so happy. And oh, Sorry, guys, I had your camera off. I, I apologize for that. Uh, New Mexico House endorses a ban of demonstrations at home. Now, I talked to one of the legislators uh, this morning, and when I was talking with her about this, it really bothered me because there's guys like Jason Harper, who is supposedly a conservative, he actually voted along with the Democrats in the midst of all this. Now, Jason Harper is, uh, what was he, about five foot five, five six. You know, nice Light guy. Man. He's a really good, uh, fastidious guy on tax and all this stuff. Yep, but yep. he's not the first guy that you're going to want to see uh, demonstrate out there. But he's trying to quote, go along to get along. Here's the problem. It's an infringement upon the Constitution of these United States. It's problematic, yeah. It is a First Amendment violation to even propose this. And in fact, if I wanted to walk to the governor's mansion or someone who did something for some reason, I should be able to protest for any reason. Heck, you could come, not that I'm trying to give you any ideas, you could come to the radio station and uh, protest why I'm broadcasting what I'm broadcasting here on this radio station today. It is your First Amendment right. The House voted 33-31 on Thursday to outlaw residential targeted picketing. Oh, I bet you Tucker Carlson is going to be happy about this. You know the only people who do stuff like this, honestly, to be real, are leftists. Yep. That's the only people Absolutely. who do this. To protect people from harassment or being terrorized in their homes by demonstrators. It moves to the Senate for consideration. And this is sort of the heartfelt uh, sort of tip of the hat to, I think, a lot of right-wing guys who have been trying to do things. So you can't uh, demonstrate Coy Griffins or, I don't know, take, a, take, take your pick for whatever Republican legislator either. So you left us, you think you can do this, you're actually violating the law. Now... Uh, whether or not this will go to the Senate and pass, well, it's going to the Senate. Uh, whether or not it will pass remains to be seen. Let's hope the Senate holds uh, this up. And speaking of more crazy, nutty bills that are coming out, the Mexico State Legislature advanced a bill that would prohibit discrimination based upon the traditional hairstyles. Hard to understand, and head coverings, hard to understand how this is actually going to go. It's called the quote-unquote Crown Act, known nationally after a 27-12 to 12 vote. It uh, advanced conceived as a measure to protect specifically African-Americans from discrimination based on natural, traditional hairstyles. I'm trying to understand, when's the last time you've seen anybody with a weave or a do or anything else being discriminated against? Maybe, am I ignorant of what's going on out there? I don't remember this ever being a thing or this happening. Or And why would a business discriminate against somebody because they had cornrows or any of that kind of stuff, honestly? Like, it's so common anymore that I don't think anyone really is. I think it's actually made to accentuate as if this type of discrimination exists here in the state of New Mexico. That might, it might be my only thought about its motivation. It's not a problem that exists in the reality of people interacting with one another. So, 
Anyway, nonetheless, there it is. The proposed law is actually winning support in addition to Native Americans. If you look at many Native Americans, they've got hair all the way down their back and even longer. I don't know anybody who's ever discriminated against a Native American. Now, I have to wonder, because a lot of people compliment Native Americans on their very long and very black hair, they'd be like, is that some form of discrimination because you noticed my hair? Somebody could misconstrue that doubt. Rudy, what do you think? I think you're on to it when you, they're just trying to legitimize themselves. Whatever they do, see, whatever I do, make sure and notice me, because if you don't, you hate me. If you notice me, you hate me. Either way, I got attention. Yeah, I would agree. I would say it's like it's not a, a problem that existed. I think the legislators up there are sort of uh, creating a bigger problem than that actually exists. And yeah. uh, there's, there you go. Any thoughts on that doubt at all? Well, you know, uh, we, we discussed this back when I did a piece a couple months ago on the early right. bill files about wokeness. Uh, uh, we talked a couple days ago about ethnic studies. Uh, black you have to capitalize B for black now. Uh, adding a whole, at least one new agency or council to preach about Latino edu- or Latinx education. Latinx, this there is you go. woke Thank you. madness, cultural Marxism becoming law. All of this should be rejected. How about a simple rule in life? Just treat people with respect. Teach your kids that from growing up, and that's we just need to leave it at that. Yeah, and, with and, and keep your mask on and stay six feet away well, from me. Of course, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's well, I, like the, that's... I like the word toleration. I don't even have to like you. I don't even have to like your religion or the looks of you or what you're wearing, but we just tolerate each other. Leave people alone. That's so I walk like around without a mask around the building. Everybody knows me, and like 100% of everybody else is pretty much walking with a mask oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says mask required, and I'm like, by whom? Who's going to come and tell me to put on my mask? But I will tell you, every single time I see people enter an elevator with a mask, I ask you, Rudy, do you think I get in the elevator, yes or no? Yeah. No, not once. You say I will never one, yeah. get. I will never get into That's an elevator. If they, if I don't they even care, ask. They care, I, mean. I don't want to create an uncomfortable situation, yeah. and I don't yeah. want to have to create the opportunity for them to have to deal with something that they don't know. Because, again, we're getting information from two different sides. We're looking at a situation that says they get their information from here, and I'm like, well, well, here's the science. We've been looking at this, and believe it or not, I've been here for an entire year. I don't have COVID. I'll never get COVID. It's not gonna, I'm not going to get infected uh, with COVID. And I believe that this whole thing is just a bunch of you-know-what. So, But you're welcome to go ahead and wear your mask. I'm not going to judge you. I'll try to give you some information. And by the way, I own the radio station down the hall. <laughs> I try to keep just it so as happens. Just so <laughs> happens. We're just trying to keep some information uh, out there. Uh, other stuff in the news. Uh, Tucker Carlson is uh, in the news. New York Times uh, and uh, Tucker Carlson going at it. Carlson criticized the Times journalist Taylor Lawrence after she tweeted support for women undergoing harassment and said such attacks quote-unquote, destroyed my life. Carlson cited her as an example of privileged person crying victimhood. Times said Carlson's attack on Lawrence was a, quote-unquote, calculated and cruel tactic designed to spur further attacks against her. So, here's what I have to say about Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson should never engage anybody on a one-on-one basis. Because he will literally, and just, just take this for the statement that I'm going to make, and not in agreement because you know it's true. Because he's white and he's very good on TV, meaning very intelligent, okay, he can think on his feet, and look, he's got some prepared statements, and he's read everything that you have wished you've read over the last, well, he's read more in a day than you read in a week, let's put it that way, okay, and looking at all this, he will be the person who is the aggressor because he has armed with more information. Yes, I said it, information is actually more lethal now. 
in an argument than in, than a bullet and a punch than any sort of physicality. So he's going to be constantly, no matter what he does on any one personal basis, he should not get involved in ad hominem. Dowd is a very intelligent person. What do you think? You know, it's funny. I, I think attacking someone out of the blue uh, is not helpful. It probably rebounds and smacks you in the face. But I'm I'm a little in the middle of the road on this case because this woman is tweeting about how, you know, just my victimhood. I, I hate this narrative so much, no matter who you are, if you're out there. They're legitimately people. There's someone in chain in a basement by a serial killer right now in America, okay? That is a person who is a victim. Um, a privileged New York Times writer sending out to social media calling herself a victim. It almost, invo- being so infantile and juvenile, it almost invites these kind of tr- critiques. Um it's it's tough. I, I see where you're really coming from, Eddie, but do we want to surrender the field because we're afraid they're going to accuse us of being racist? I, I Do oh. not use their name. Attack the argument. Okay. There's a certain New York Times journalist, and you can pick her up on page one, and she's been writing for SNL, and never say her name. Okay. The better tactic is just don't directly engage that person in their name. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there's mm-hmm. such a core identity, and the moment you mention their name, it, it it injects it with emotion. Well, you don't think this woman can get a book deal from a publisher because no. she's been attacked by no. the most evil right-winger alive? This is a feather in her cap to her resume in woke world in New York and Manhattan in publishing. So in a way, mentioning the name helps her. Maybe you're right, Eddie. Maybe no, Eddie. there's so much that's out there at this point. I think it's just, it's the same old, same old. It's a day-in, day-out what we would uh, ultimately expect. So, I... I Generally, if you were looking at the 80s and 90s, sure, yeah, isolating somebody, but there was never any. But there's an attack a day or two attack, three attack. I mean, it's it's back and forth. At this point, it's a tennis match that everyone, the American public, is tired of watching. Okay, I'll challenge you on this. Sure, we both enjoyed. I think Rudy enjoyed it too. The ridicule of Norwegian American Deb Holland he did earlier. Yeah, that that, was great. Do you think that's a different level? No, it it wasn't an attack on her. No, I think it's pointing out the obvious and pointing out that they're not acknowledging what should be obvious to them and is obvious to all of us. So I think he's pointing out the lack of uh, commitment to truth in media, given the fact that shouldn't we equally um, compliment her on her Norwegianness? He's Mm -hmm. also kind of equating what's more important, to be Native American or to be Norwegian. So, you know, there's this inherent racism that's involved. I well, mean, I feel second. like I'm explaining a joke, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I kind of am. Yeah. And the joke is is the fact that there's a defo- different, different levels of equality. And uh, to be Native American is far more equal than to be um, uh, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Well, but, but also, I just sure. you, what you were saying, I'm trying to make a distinction in my own mind, that was... He, in a sense, he was attacking. He used multiple clips of different journalists. I don't know well, that he was attacking, though. Well, I mean, well, ridiculing. If, I, if, you, make an guess, op- I mean, if you make an observation, oh yeah, yeah. If you make an observation, he, he that's just an observation. He was in, in, in a non-positive way, I would say. But he he referenced he, he played the the video clips of multiple journalists, so it wasn't like he was attacking a single journalist. He was showing kind of the groupthink in journalism to never look at the other side of the issue. So not to use your terms, but to sit here and you know debate you on this. I mean. I could easily quash this by saying it's not non-positive. He was making it more positive by uh, adding uh, some level oh, of reinforcement to the Norwegian. From our perspective, I would say it's absolutely But positive. it's not our perspective. <laughs> I think it should be every person's well, perspective because true. Native Americans are uh, as equal as as uh, Norwegians. And I think he just brought it to their attention. Mm-hmm. You can't just pay attention to their attention. <laughs> not the other. That was her father. It carried her name. And I thought the very funny part was like, you know, Carlson or... 
you know, whatever, uh, uh, who is of ever uh, Norwegian descent is not getting acknowledged. And I think it just, you know, points out this big vacuous uh, sort of object here that we have in all of us that, well, because you're black, you're more equal than others. Because you're Native American, you're more equal than others. And I think that that's the point that we need to make out. You know, we weren't looking at color like this 10, 15 years ago. No, we were not. Uh, the wokeness of all this is creating the brokenness that's going on in society by focusing us on our, the most minute of characteristics of which none of us can change. I mean, I can't change the fact that you're Irish any more than I can change that Grande's Hispanic or Langston's black or right. I'm, you know, whatever I am. And it wouldn't make anybody more uh, sort of equal to the mic than anyone else. But the problem becomes when we don't speak out about this and make everybody aware of this, then it's like we're not speaking up for these other people. And the white people are like, well... You know what? Well, what is my, my heritage? Did you know today is Norwegian American Day? Did you know today is Irish American Day? Like, these people sort of feel left out. And mm-hmm. you're going to create at the other side of that problem, who knows, 5, 10, 50 years from now, and people are going to speak up about that. So, and, and, just, and don't forget this week, uh, Tim Scott, a black, do I have to say capital B black or lowercase b black? It doesn't matter. He's uh, black. U.S. Senator from the state mm-hmm. of South Carolina, the cradle of the Confederacy, the exact quote I believe was, Woke supremacy is worse than white supremacy. It is. Yeah, there's no, there's I mean, no doubt about it. That was a bold it. statement. I, I agree with him, though. That is a great <laughs> rap on that part of the conversation, too. And uh, we have to understand that at any point you can call anything racist because, again, things are more equal than others. And Kieran just texted in. He's one of our most intelligent. And thanks, Kieran, for all that you do for the radio station. He says, at Animal Farm, some are more equal than others. Uh, <laughs> he sent me a picture of him. That's the first time I'm seeing him. He's very funny. He's blonde. I mean, he's not bald, blonde. He's bald. And he says, I'm going to start my corn roast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> uh, you guys are the best. Oh, I love you guys. Uh, one more check on uh, weather and traffic. Young Rudy Grande. We're going to come back for uh, 10 questions. And I did have something else. That What did I say that I wanted to do? And a couple of, uh, oh, yeah, I want to compare celebrity uh, value, valuations. Let's check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grande. May as well put things together since we go into the weekend. Looking at rain in front of us. That's the story tomorrow and Sunday. But by the time we get to Monday, back up towards 70 degrees right now. In Cottonwood, it's 61. At the ABQ Uptown, it is 62 and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, I rush back on up to Paseo. Let's see what's going on there. Things are still a little bit busy. No accidents, but it is still under 15 miles an hour. Basically from 2nd Street out to just about the river's edge there. Get beyond that to get to Coors Road without too much of a problem. That seems to be the worst of the drives right now. You'll also find Coors. That's a little bit tight as you make your way southbound from Montano Plaza to Montano itself. And this traffic report is brought to you by Life Spring Salon Helena. They're on Manal, just west of Wyoming, and they are the home of the Salt Spa. This is really great. You go in there if you've got any kind of asthma problems, any kind of breathing problems really at all. 30 minutes in the salt spa, and you're going you're gonna to find you're breathing much better. They also have a heated salt spa, so you can choose that one as well. And, of course, don't forget to walk out with your Kangen water. This is Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, we're going to bring it back. A quick uh, run through a few of our advertisers, don't forget. A full lineup tomorrow, Super Saturday broadcasting. I'll have Dr. Summers Live, the Liberty Ladies is going to be here. Lots of good broadcasting all the way through. So that's from 10 to uh, 4 p.m. And our Spirits of New Mexico from 4 to 5. 
Uh, we have Free Talk Live. That is live at the North Midnight. And uh, don't forget, we got uh, Handle on the Law, which is live uh, as well. So thanks, everybody, for listening uh, here in the Kiva. Back to wrap the show here on a beautiful, wonderful Friday night. It does feel a little bit like springtime, but we're not going to celebrate that. We're going to make sure that here on this Providiacy anniversary here in the land of enchantment, uh, we're going to remind everybody what has happened to these businesses and various other things. I know Dowd wanted to get in a little bit of trivia. He's looking at his map and we're back to look at that as well. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. But not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. It is time we put things together, starting with the weather. looks like it's just going to be a bit of a rainy weekend, but it's still not going to be too terribly bad temperature-wise. And by Monday, back up towards 70 degrees. Right now, it is 51 in Santa Fe with crystal clear skies. Looks like 62 feels like it as well outside the studios at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, still stumbling on Paseo del Norte, the westbound trip. That's going to be under 15 miles an hour from 2nd Street to River's Edge. Not a large period of uh, space. But you do have to budget that in as you make your way into your weekend. By the way, in the weekend, don't forget to start your Saturday night with church.theplaceilike.com so you know what you're going to do Sunday morning. There you have a directory of several churches in town. You know what? We can make a difference in town if we'll go to church one person at a time. Guarantee you'll walk out better than you walked in. Church.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date. Have a great weekend. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. They are really ridiculous. of base on the same day? Yep. Wow. It's an all-sweetness show today. There it the is. coronavirus, Eat Ace it. of Base, ABBA, we got it all. ABBA has got to be Dad's guilty pleasure. There's no doubt. Just the way he reacted <laughs> to that is great. Is it you, Dad? Is it me? <laughs> who, who likes the, Who do you think likes ABBA more, me or you? I don't know. There's something about those Scandinavian, like most women on Earth don't look like those Scandinavian women. Like the facial symmetry of Scandinavian it's women. Weird. It's weird. It's yeah. They're like all supermodels. It's you crazy. can't describe it. It's it looks. It, some people look at it like look weird and, and the other people would look like, uh, what? All right. Okay, so very quickly, I'm going to compare two fortunes. You tell me who has a higher net worth. And this is both for Dowd and Rudy. So here we go, okay? I'm going to compare two famous musicians, both dead, who has a higher net worth. Freddie Mercury or, and both, both still kind of turning out some level of, uh, it's, uh... <laughs> Stop it, Brian. I, I, I wish I could read that text. That's the funniest thing I've ever read. <laughs> um, I like it for other reasons, Brian. Can you stop, please? Uh, who has a higher fortune? <laughs> Freddie Mercury or Tupac Shakur? Do not look it up. Do not look it up. Do not look it up. Freddie Mercury. Tupac. Wow. Actually, it is Freddie Mercury. $45 million is his net worth in 
growing. Tupac, well, I thought he would be, as part of a group, he would have to peel off some of that for himself, where Tupac would have it all to himself. So that's why I know it's pretty interesting. So between those two, if you're looking at Freddie, Freddie Mercury, uh, Mercury, excuse me, Tupac Shakur, Tupac Shakur worth $44.724 million. Uh, Freddie Mercury coming in at 45 Oh, million four hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Uh, Mercury dying eleven twenty-four nineteen ninety-one, and uh, if you're looking at uh, the date for Tupac dying in Vegas nine thirteen nineteen ninety-six. All right, famous politicians who has a higher net worth in today's dollars: Thomas Jefferson or George Washington? George Washington. And is it growing or losing? Growing. Wow. Now, do you want to take a shot? Uh, you said Washington? All right, just for fun, I'll say Jefferson. Jefferson and Washington. Actually, George Washington is probably one of the most wealthiest dead presidents and still growing at $13.2 billion. Well, he owns every $1 bill, so that, that yeah. makes him rich <laughs> Thomas Jefferson coming in at $6.6 billion. So there you go. There's your uh, fun facts of the day. Money matters, and it money matters even to dead people. So... There you go, folks. Uh, all right, let's do uh, ten questions here with the uh, the Dow three thousand. Well, I, I want to tell you, Elvis, I Dow. There is a graphic in the works for the oh, Dow three thousand. Are you? Were you? Did, you, did that even cross your mind at any uh, point? It, I, I was too. Uh, I was too afraid to even ask, to even dream that I would get my own. But well, we had a murder <laughs> Mike one. So Actually, I need you or Brian to send me the JPEG of murder Mike because I want to start putting that in the show notes. So people can know where to look for on the web page if they want to go right to Murder Mike. Uh, uh, two uh, cor- not corrections, but data points earlier yes, today. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Cooper, you asked about his record. Yep. He coached the NBA, the WNBA Los Angeles team to the World Championship in 2001 and oh. 2002. Okay, wow, back to back. Yes, for uh, Coop. and Mr. Ed ran between 1961 and 1966. Thank you very much. I didn't realize he was a 60s, not a 50s. I thought he was a 50s. Almost 50s, 61. Yeah, I thought he was a... Uh, Norton? Norton? <laughs> oh, that's classic. Uh, number one, should teenagers be taking the COVID-19 vaccine? No. Alaska has started in with that. Yeah, at 16 years of age in Alaska. North to Alaska. <laughs> who sings that? Oh, uh, uh, the guy who sang... Uh, eighteen fourteen. We took a little trip along with Colonel Jeff. All right, next. Uh, number two, uh, would you buy an electric vehicle? Never. Federal I government? have already bought one. A Prius, and I gave it to Langston, Langston Bowen. Yes, so we turn in the green machine with a little gold, uh, what, what is it, uh, a, uh, AUH2O. Yes. Front. Gold and, water. And for the record, there. ladies and gentlemen, the federal government, for all you uh, Prius driving moonbats and Tesla drivers out there, the federal government recently reported that 80% of our electricity came from nuclear and fossil fuels last year. Ah, so you you, uh, you clean greeners are not so clean and green, are you? Uh, number three, yes. and we discussed this earlier today, is it constitutional to ban demonstrations near private residences? Yes, it's not, not constitutional. It's un- un- Did you say it's unconstitutional? Is it okay. is unconstitutional. Wow. Problematic. Very problematic. Huge. Uh, number yeah. four, uh, this is the anniversary of several Warsaw Pact nations joining NATO. Really? The irony of that is uh, not lost on me. Why does the North Atlantic Treaty Organization still exist, given that the Soviet Union no longer exists? Good point. Uh, and why do we still pay 85% of its costs? Even better question. Uh, number five, it, we discussed this earlier. Is hairstyle discrimination a problem no, in the land of enchantment? No, no. 
Uh, number six. Or maybe me. Do you think people discriminate against me? I don't look like a Republican because I'm not growing my hair. Yeah, you, you, know, you and I get discriminated against for a lot of reasons. I'm bald. Think, you got all the hair that I don't. You have all my hair I don't. We're getting it cut live someday. Uh, number six. Uh, in Kentucky, they're passing a law. Uh, should it be, and should we have a law like this in New Mexico, a crime to insult and or taunt a police officer? Yes. <laughs> no. It's free speech. Are you kidding? You can uh, insult or or whatever you want to a police officer. If you touch him or threaten him, that's, that's something different. Okay, so if you want to insult him, uh, look at you with your blue uniform over there with your nightstick. I mean, whatever. Would you do it? Not very smart. You can draw attention to yourself. But I don't think that anything should happen to you because of it. We see it happen all the time, especially those leftist pro, uh, uh, protesters. But if you encroach on their personal space, yeah, problem. Next. Oh, uh... Just relating to what we just discussed. Yes. ABBA. ABBA. Some people say ABBA. ABBA. Cheesy or epic? Epic. epic. Okay. Forever I epic. I where you guys are going to Oh, go. my God. I feel, more, I feel more ABBA coming. Oh, my God. I feel <laughs> ABBA coming on. One more. Come on. Uh, number eight. What will the outcome of the George Floyd trial be? Of course, well, we got it. George Floyd came, Floyd out, came out. Came out. 27 million. Uh, well, no. That was the, that's the civil suit. This is We're talking about the criminal trial of, of Officer Chauvin, which is underway. <laughs> what uh, will be the outcome? They'll go free. Uh, I think... I think they'll convict on third degree. I don't think so. Because they'll be afraid Nothing. of... I think they'll be killed no, they, by they, the, the give them the money, they'll shut up about it, it'll go away because they realize they don't have enough evidence. So they paid $27 million not to put that guy in jail. And next. Uh, we're, oh, we're here. We talked about Cus Tucker. Number 10, the last question of the day. It is Mitt Romney's birthday. Will you be uh, sending Mittens a happy birthday message today? No. Never. <laughs> not really on, no, not, not on your last wish. There we go. Not a lot of fans in the Kiva here, folks. <laughs> Me neither, for the record. All right, we'll see you bright and early Monday afternoon, 4 p.m. Right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, com. Stay tuned. We'll have Bill O'Reilly. He'll be up next. And uh, great programming throughout the night in the morning. Thanks, everybody, to listening for listening to us from Los Alamos to Santa Fe to Socorro and right here in
Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.